Hello, and welcome back to Passamania, your wrestling time capsule. Uh, we are watching Extreme Rules 2014 today, and I am very excited to mark out for like the solid, for like a solid 45 minutes in the middle of this show. Uh, I'm yeah. your host, Adam, joined as always by Jesse. Hello. And this is noobs. the second time in a row we've done. Um, the, nice. I'm so... I guess Roman Reigns and Shield, like back. Yeah. Then, but yeah. 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 Welcome nice. back, Roman. Very happy. How you doing, noobs? Yeah. Good. How about yourself? Oh, I can't complain. I'm excited to. I like a lot about this show. This is a weird show. It but is. I think it's a very entertaining show. Could uh, the be worse? Exactly. Uh, it is Extreme Rules 2014, May 4th, 2014, from the IZOD Center in East Rutherford, New Jersey, in front of 15,000. 907 people. The number one song was is still Happy by Pharrell. The no, I want to see if you guys can guess the number one movie. The number one in movie. 14 2014. In May? May 4th, 2014. It is a sequel. Is it, it's, is it uh, Winter Soldier? It is not. That was uh, is, like a month before. Is it beforehand. Fast and Furious 6? It is not. It is not. It is a sequel. It is a disappointing sequel in both Box Office Return and uh, just like oh. quality of the movie, and it was the last 14. one of this of this sort of series of movies that got made before a pretty significant paradigm shift in the franchise. Saw? No. Uh, Paranormal Activity, uh, where they just stopped doing them. Nope. It is the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh, oh shit! I think this was yeah, its that's opening weekend. A, that's definitely a paradigm shift. Yep, because it came out. It did okay, but didn't do great. Uh, they put a ton of money into its marketing budget. It didn't. I'm such it, a flat circle. Yeah, boy, what oh, a god weird movie. I remember I, really, really liking it and defending it when it came out, but like, definitely can't be fit to be like, bothered to do it now it was one of those where like even the amazing spider-man one i came out and i was like i'm kind of like that was that was something the amazing spider-man 2 bummed me out because it was the first uh spider-man movie that came out that i wasn't excited to see because like yeah, yeah spider-man 3 sucked but we didn't know going into it oh yeah and so I was, excited. I, was, <laughs> I was excited for it and the amazing spider-man 1 it was not great it was kind of disappointing but we didn't know that going in so I was still excited. I was like, I like Andrew Garfield. I like the people in this movie. And so with this movie, it was just like, I'm not excited for this because why? I have I've yet to see both of them. You, I, you don't. And you don't. You don't really? have to. Well, you don't. Yeah. Like, you like can, there's no point now. They are the most. For I, I couldn't tell you what happens in most. Like I could tell you a little bit, but they are just kind of forgettable. And Danny Fox's Electro is not a great nope. thing. Like I like Dan, he overdoes it in a weird way. I like Dane Tehan as uh, Harry Osborn in the second one. I think he's the best part yeah. of the second one. Uh, as he's Harry just a Osborn, really when he yes. becomes the Goblin, it's like yeah, what no, is specifically going as Harry Osborn. Yeah, uh, he's a weird actor. But I like him, uh, but yeah, just weird movies, weird weird movies. And then, uh, like later, like let's see, 2014, in like August. 2014 they'll announce the the deal to to get um spider-man back over to the mcu like it was not that long after making spider-man 2 
It yeah. was it was like August or September uh, that they made that call uh, and they announced it. Um, TV. For some reason, I, I thought it was like twenty. Because because oh, he man. was in because uh, uh, no wait it might have been twenty fifteen it might have been early twenty fifteen because because yeah. because Civil War was twenty sixteen yeah and yeah. so They're, I think it, I think uh, it was it was sometime in in fall twenty in like fall winter twenty fourteen or like spring twenty fifteen somewhere in that like six month stretch there are two things two of my biggest pet peeves both of you know this that I'm I'm not a fan of spoilers you are not there you go. that is an understatement. But, a little bit. <laughs> but two things that I wish that happened MCU-wise, I know this yeah. has nothing to do with wrestling, but yeah, they should have kept that Spider-Man deal quiet and they should have had in Civil War. Just imagine that scene where it's like, where's your guy? So, oh, it's in Bro- uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. It's in Brooklyn. Where's yours? Queens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then but, yeah. all of a sudden you cut and you yeah. just see that and you're just like, wait, wait, what? What like that, that? That that is wrestling level shit, though. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, it is. But there's that one, and then having Hulk being spoiled that he's in Thor Ragnarok. That should have been a secret all the way up until the film. I'm sure like, they can't I, I, keep those. Even yeah, if they well, wanted I think to. I I know glad. Universal and Sony have yeah, probably stakes in that shit. Yeah, so they have to tell people. I think I think, uh, well, with Thor Ragnarok, it would have been impossible just because of how much Hulk is in that movie. Like, you like you don't build that movie without Mark Ruffalo. Like, just because of how, like, acting, like, how SAG works to yeah. keep it a secret would mean that Mark Ruffalo wouldn't be billed correctly. And that's, like, because yeah. he's a lead in that movie. Like, he's the second lead behind. I know, but uh, it's just, ah. Uh. <laughs> and so I think I got no problem with him announcing they got Spider-Man back because that gets, like, that, that that's announcement. That's a hype. That announcement gets Civil War, like, 30 million extra dollars opening weekend. It does. Just because you know, but they shouldn't have shown him in the trailer. I will give you that. I did not want them to show him in a trailer. Uh, hey everyone! W- when you get the underoos <laughs> and all that, like keep that out of the trailer. Let us know. Maybe tease it. That's the one thing where I was like, man, I hope th- I know they're going to, but I don't want to see him bef- like in a trailer before the movie. Uh, and I didn't even like mean to see it. It was just one of those things where the trailer hit and it was all of a sudden just like, oh shit, let's go. And it didn't like ruin my enjoyment of it or anything. If anything, it made me really emotional because like I like Spider Man is my favorite of all these because yeah. Spider because of how old I am. You know, I'm. 12 when the first spider-man movie comes out and it changes your whole fucking world uh and so seeing him home felt like made me feel a lot of stuff yeah that's uh, that's very fair it's just yeah. like i mean heck i went and saw spider-verse again last night because they re-released I it i saw that yeah <clears throat> and um they had they had a trailer for uh far from home and I am under the, the mindset screaming. that I'm trying not to watch a single thing. So I'm yeah. in the theater, uh, face down, rubbing my hands over my ears, trying to do that <laughs> whooshing sound. Yeah. The only That's problem amazing. is there's a few I characters love... in that trailer that are a little boisterous in their voice. And I can definitely be like, well, that motherfucker's in this. Great. Yeah. Like, I try to hide so that great. stuff because it's yeah. just walking oh. in blank slate is such a good feeling. It is. Yeah, man. It's what we fucking got with uh, Batista. Yeah. Yeah. This time for one. Because apparently um, it was like 
said that he was backstage for that, so I'm glad none of us like knew. Yeah, it's that that was shocking because usually stuff something like that will get out. Like you know, so and so spotted backstage at Raw, but like they kept it under because like, because when they sometimes yep. they do stuff like this, like with a. Uh, Sting at Survivor Series in 2014 and Rollins mm-hmm. making his return in 2016. They will like drive them up after the show has started, put them in a hoodie and a mask, shuffle them into a trailer in the back and keep them there until like 10 minutes before they're supposed to get out, run them God. through backstage to gorilla position. Nobody knows they're there until they get to gorilla position and then rush them out. So nobody except for like Vince and the people in the segment know that they are there. I Isn't love that it. what they did with the Hardys? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what, cause so the Hardys were spotted checking it they were back at... into their hotel when mania that was night. going on. Like, like 30 minutes into Mania, people were like, oh, we just saw the Hardys going up to their rooms at their hotel. Fuck yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's... And like, they were at like a, some Hardy Boys stuff. Like, that yeah, was they were idea. at a they were at a house show, oh, yeah, or they were at some other show, they any show, cookout. that night, or, they had like, a cookout, the night before. Because like, like, I, I know somebody that went. They had a, like, the Hardys tailgate WrestleMania barbecue. And it was, yeah, it was, like, the, the day of the show. And wasn't it, like... Wasn't it like an hour away or something? It was, yeah. It was not nearby. It's ridiculous yeah. that they managed to pull that off. Fucking love those guys. Yes. I, but, still, uh, remember, I still remember yeah. being in this cha- in this room, just and, us like oh going, and God. I was like the last person that hit. And yeah. everyone's like, wait, wait, yes. wait. And you just hear me explode and everyone's yes. exploding. <laughs> oh, it was such a good time. That was uh, a fun WrestleMania. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, TV. <laughs> yeah. The only real TV of note in May of 2014 was the premiere of Crossbones, the wholly forgettable John Malkovich starring pirate show where he plays Blackbeard that aired on NBC that got canceled after nine episodes. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about right yep. now. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, I remember when it premiered. Yeah, it's called Crossbones. It was a show about like, what if Blackbeard didn't die when everybody thought he did and he faked his death and now he's like an older man and it starred John Malkovich. And it was like this really high budget uh, huh. like black sales pirate show that aired on NBC. And it got canceled after nine episodes. That's pretty cool. It's It was an interesting idea, but it was on those shows. It's like, why is this on network TV? It's not going to yeah. find an audience on network TV. This is, it, it feels like, well, you got to put it on network TV because if you put it on cable, you're just bumping up against black sales on stars, uh, yeah. which was actually like a pretty decently sized hit. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, Black Sails. Still hadn't seen the finale like I meant to. Yeah, it happens. Oh, well. hmm. uh, video games for May of 2014, Wolfenstein The New Order, the incredible reboot to Wolfenstein. That game and its sequel are so good. Uh, the for the original Watch Dogs came out, and Mario Kart 8 all came out in May of 2014. Mario nice. Kart. God, Mario Kart 8 is a very good game. Yes, uh, it is. And I guess it's time to start the pre-show. Oh, I hate how you just like looked up with a snoot on your nose, like just mm-hmm, what a are we snoot. doing here? <laughs> a snoot? What the fuck? Uh, is this? I, don't know. I, I may have like like leaned backwards, then leaned forwards, and slowly turned and looked at my microphone as if there was someone else there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your opening contest before your opening contest is a. We all see match between Hornswoggle flanked by 3MB and El Torito with Los Matadores. Okay, so this match on paper is a complete disaster. Hear me out. 
It's I amazing. Have, <laughs> I have on my notes. It, it, I can't it, believe it, I have it. to kill Adam for making me watch this shit. <laughs> like, it shouldn't work. This should not work. But, like, I'm going to preface this. Everyone in this match puts forth 500% the amount of effort they should have put forth for this match. And that's what oh, yeah. makes it work. Everybody Absolutely. in this match was like, we are going to steal the show with this. Because they could have just slept walked through it. But they didn't. And it's the last time 3MB performed as a unit. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> there is a little person performer, or a little person ring announcer, a little person ref, and three little people commentators, J.B. Elf, Micro Cole, and Jerry the King Smaller. It, on paper, it reads like a trailer. <laughs> Out first is El Torito <laughs> with the Matadores, followed by Hornswoggle. I have a question. How... Yes. Is that Drew McIntyre? Are we sure that the real Drew McIntyre isn't dead somewhere and there's some thick boy impersonating him? Right. Like, I mean, I'm you not, could. Be, I'd believe it. Like, I'm He's not a mad. fusion of two. Like, Drew McIntyre ate Drew McIntyre. Yeah, like, I'm not mad. New Drew was way better. I just like to know what we're dealing with. Like, what kind of voodoo magic, like John Cena blood voodoo, right? is, are we dealing mm. with here? Right? No, it's Celtic like, magic, like uh, fucking Bray or has to, He has to. He he can only stay so long. Uh, he's he, yeah. he made a deal. He made a deal with and, the Fae. And, and so, so for three like hours this. on Monday night, he turns into a grizzly bear. Like he looks like this, but uh, the deal's gonna run out in two years, and he will resort back to old Drew McIntyre if he does not bring in the still beating heart of Hozier. Uh, <laughs> oh no, my contracts are. Because you know, Hozier yeah. is one of the Fey. El Torito and Hornswoggle mm-hmm. start off by attacking each other with uh, Torito <laughs> dumping Hornswoggle out of the ring with the head scissors and taking out 3MB with the suicide dive. <laughs> Hornswoggle goes to do a suicide dive of his own, but just kind of bonks off the ropes and falls back in the ring. Uh, the commentary on this match is fairly abysmal because you have just fairly. Six, six commentators, three of which are brought in to be gimmicks and don't know how to call a wrestling match. Though there is a great moment where Michael Cole, in reference to the little commentators, said, "It's like Raw; they aren't calling the action." Yeah, I love that line. Ooh. That was—I have that in my notes. It's like, oh, it's a good it's just like, Oh, Vince yeah. hadn't got to Gorilla yet. That's what I'm hearing here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh. Torito goes to uh, the ring apron and pulls out a full-size chair. Then he throws it away and gets a tiny folding chair and uses it as a platform to give Hornswoggle a Bronco Buster. Jinder uh, <coughs> hangs over the rings and he over the ropes and he gets yanked into the ring by El Torito, cracking the ref in the head when he does. But it's not a planned bump, so the ref is fine. Then Hornswoggle, <laughs> gra- Hornswoggle grabs Torito's ha- tail. And chases him as Torito tries to run away. Then El Torito runs under Jinder's legs and Hornswoggle headbutts Jinder's junk. Hilarious. Jinder's junk. Slater uh, and why Drew is that funny? go under the ring and pull out a very small stepladder. <coughs> Hornswoggle throws it out yes. of the ring and calls for something different. So they go back under the ring and pull out a slightly taller stepladder. And then, probably my favorite bit of the match, Hornswoggle sets it up. Climbs up, looking terrified at the top. Everyone starts encouraging him to jump, including El Torito. Yeah. Torito's <laughs> like, come on, man, I can do it. Come on, come on. <laughs> and he lays back down. And then Hornswoggle jumps, and Torito rolls out of the way. That is hilarious. I don't <laughs> know whose idea that was. Carney, that carney was, shit. It's so oh, it's good. so fucking carney. That's so Guardians funny. Like, that's that's when I knew the first time I watched this. That's how I knew this is going to be great because like everybody jump, jump, jump and Torito jumps up. She's like, come on, man. You can do it. Here, I'll, la- I'll lay back down for you. 
God. Uh, um, then, because uh, this is a pre-show, so it airs on YouTube and stuff like that, and it, and it is to sell the pay-per-view. We cut away to a promo uh, for the show, and then when we come back, everyone is brawling on the entrance ramp, and one of the little people announcers says the match reminds him of Savage Steamboat at WrestleMania 3, and I lost it. it it's so good. Uh, Hornswoggle hits Rolling Thunder on El Torito uh, with a chair on his torso as Drew and Jinder work on something outside of the ring that we can't quite see. Hornswoggle battles, batters Torito uh, on the outside, sets up El Torito on the tiny announce table. Hornswoggle gets on the ring apron and delivers a Shane McMahon elbow, sending them both through the announce table. <laughs> uh, Hornswoggle and 3MD get in the ring, setting up a slightly bigger than the slightly bigger ladder and a small <laughs> table. Uh, Hornswoggle gets Slater to grab Torito and hold him onto the ropes. Hornswoggle swings a chair, but Torito dodges. Hornswoggle hits Slater, and Slater falls backwards through, like, five tables. Yeah, and it's like, they hid that so well yes. that that wasn't set up. It's yes, just like, like, they did a really whoa. good job of setting stuff. Like, like saying earlier, like, with, with, with Jinder and Drew, you can see yeah. them doing something outside the ring, but you can't quite tell what. And so you have these ridiculous bumps that just kind of come out of nowhere because you don't see that stuff get set up. And again, that's what I mean dun, by, like, dun, they put in, dun, dun, they put dun, in dun, an dun, effort dun, for this dun, match dun. that they had no reason to. This was such a throwaway match, but like he Slater's like, no, nah, I'm gonna go through a bunch of tables because yeah, this was their cool. time to shine. Damn it! Yeah, and then okay. they all got cut. Okay, let me paint the picture. There are tables and ladders on top of those tables, set up next to the ring, hard camera side. There is a let's say around five and a half to six foot ladder in the ring near the apron, hard camera side. Hornswoggle is on that ladder, facing into the ring. Drew is wrangling El Torito in the ring, putting him on the ladder, the intent being for Hornswoggle to vertical suplex El Torito out of the ring through the tables. Torito begins to fight back, and the Los Matadores come back and jump on the ring apron, lifting up Jinder onto their shoulders. El Torito jumps onto Jinder, and Jinder, El Torito, and the Matadores go crashing through the pile of hardware at ringside. Again, there's <laughs> no reason for you to do this in this match, but it's amazing. Yeah. It's like, uh, then Torito goes to ringside next to a, uh, goes next to the ringside at the entrance to a table that has been set up apart from the tables that Slater went through earlier. And Drew gives him a beautiful, like goes to give him an, like an undertaker suicide dive, but Torito dodges and Drew goes through the table. Fucking <laughs> insane. Torito hits Hornswoggle with the chair, takes out Slater by slamming his head onto said tiny chair. Hornswoggle gets in the ring. Torito does a springboard off the ropes, and Bronco Busters Hornswoggle through the tiny table in the ring for the win in 10 minutes and 55 seconds. Like, this is the... Because a while back, we were going through these, and I was like, hey, noobs, by the way, you have to watch the pre-show. Four extremes. Yeah. And I'm just like, but, but, but why? But why? <laughs> but like, this match and I was is just like, so DLC, much, bro. it's so much fun. This yeah. is a good example of like, this shows a really good example of all of the different things that wrestling can be. Because yep. this, you can have something Carney like this in shit. wrestling. Carney and, shit. And you can get like, look at last show and this show. You can have this and you can have Daniel Bryan winning the main event of WrestleMania and they both work. Yeah. In very different ways, and I I love this match. And we're right uh, around Black Monday 
uh, where the WWE yep. released everyone, including Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Uh, Good job uh, getting yourselves over at WLC. Bye. Yeah, like this was the last time they performed as a a three man faction before two of the three were released. Uh, but it was good for both of them because God, look at him now. I like gender uh, yeah. isn't great, but I I I like what he does. I think he's he's got charisma in the right in the right ways. And Drew McIntyre is just like he's gonna he's gonna be a world champion before the end of this year. So, God, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, but that's the pre-show. Anything else? Uh, um, I do. Any... Yes. With the pre-show, I do yes. love the. I do love the fact that Sheamus is there on the table yes. because they didn't have anything for him this this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But he yep. is selling the fact that he is on the kickoff show like. God gave him everything to do it's, it. <laughs> just it's like, so good. Oh my God, you guys, it's so great! Like it's just yeah. like, oh my God, yep. dude. He was underrated, man. And it kind of fits into his character at the time because his character at the time was like Irish John Cena, and so That's it's right. just like lovable, happy-go-lucky. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I love here. to fight <laughs> next to fucking Alex Riley. Seeing Alex Riley is like seeing a ghost. Alex Riley oh, looks grimy God. in this. He is grimy in life. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just... he kind of gave up, but still keeps going. Which yeah, like, you know, is not great. Remember. When he was a commentator for NXT and then, like, had a program with Kevin Owens in yeah! NXT. They wrestled, Wait, like, two, really? They wrestled, like, two matches and then he got released. Yep. That's Rage. weird. That sounds Rage. gross. God, did you see the saddest thing in the world? Let me see if I can find it. Because uh, somebody... <laughs> yes. Uh, there. So somebody had a sign that said, Push Rage. It, at raw and i think it's connected to super best friends play something with like something with that uh okay. interesting and, and so somebody had a sign that said push rage and it was a reference to like some youtube thing and fucking alex riley screen caps it and posts it on twitter and is like this is why i do it man people like this my people out there looking out for me thank you so much man i really appreciate uh... your support means the world and they replied and they were like no not you bro no, this is not. Oh mm. man. Yeah, he said. Uh, Bad life. Okay, no. Uh, yeah, it was Max McMuscles who is from. I think he's from Super Best Friends Play, and he said, "Sorry, man, that was my sign, and it had nothing to do with you. Just some dumb creator wrestler my friend's brother made." Uh, yes, and he posted it. Alex Riley posted it and said, "This goes right along with any WrestleMania moment I have ever had, or will have." WWE, so thankful, uh, grateful, and humble. And it's fuck. not a picture. It's not a screen cap of Raw. It is him standing next to a TV, looking at the TV with the push rate sign on it. It is. It makes you he's pointing at the WrestleMania Let's sign of his heart. Like, you, you, it makes you want to crawl out of your skin for how awkward <laughs> it is. It's rough. Here, there now you go. Full of if, you wanna, and, uh, if, if you no, really no, want to look at the whole thing, uh, nah, man, that's my Ark of the Covenant. I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! So, uh, on to the main show. Opening video package: three big matches. Shield Evolution. John Cena versus Bray Wyatt in a steel cage, and Daniel Bryan versus Kane. Uh, for the opening match. Oh, hey! 
Like RVD was in the company at this point. You yeah, you that was yeah. weird. I was like, I just you wouldn't a... have known from any of the shows we've watched so far. Holy shit, what? RVD is back. <laughs> yeah, he he returned at uh, Money in the Bank 2013, and he was there for yeah. a year, I think. Yeah. And he wrestled uh, for the world title against Del Rio, but we skipped those. We skipped. We skipped no his point. Del Rio program. Yeah. So, um, real quick, for the prepackaged or for the for the packages that they yeah. aired before this match started, there's a moment where um uh, <laughs> Michael Cole is quoted, "Will tonight be the n-? or no um uh, it was um it was Bray saying it will tonight be the night that John Cena finally learns the truth and I just <laughs> go insert re- record scratch it was not like thinking <laughs> thinking just, I didn't know what the outcome was of these matches like I'm just yeah. thinking like there it is just like and, just like Ron Howard. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> and then I just love the fact that um, uh, the whole all these hard, his, all yeah. these tough and gritty parts of the package. Then whoa, come with me now. Yep. The like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking Congo's out of nowhere. That's a really good song, and I wish I liked literally any other song by that band. God, yeah. that song a lot. And I listened to their album, and I was like, I like that song a lot. <laughs> <laughs> What is I did, uh, huh? Yeah. What, huh? What? Oh. Yeah. Uh, so no, RBD, I, was, I was just playing it. Yeah. RBD's out first, followed by tag team partner with Jack Swagger and brand new Paul Heyman guy Cesaro. Like, yeah, this isn't weird. a new or controversial statement, but Paul Heyman's really good on the mic, and his promo <laughs> before Cesaro came out is fantastic. He does yes. slip up once. He which does. Is insanely rare. He does. Uh, but so this was a good example of how they didn't do a very good job with this because they used Paul Heyman to get over Cesaro, but they also continued to use Paul Heyman. But it was still about putting over Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. I didn't so, like, like that then either. Yeah, you know? I didn't like it either because it's like I understand like you you want to keep the mystique of Lesnar because you're going to have him win the title at SummerSlam, but. This right. is about Cesaro, and Listen, so when Paul Heyman's yeah. coming out to introduce Cesaro, and he's just talking about Brock Lesnar, it makes Cesaro feel like a smaller deal. Listen, yep. be, when yep. you catch a new Pokemon, you gotta train it. That's so, fair. That's exactly that's fair. what Heyman is doing, but you gotta Heyman make sure your main bay is okay. So, so what you're saying is, Paul Heyman name-dropping Brock Lesnar in his opening promos is like having EXP share equipped. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Uh, my Snorlax defeated Charizard at WrestleMania. <laughs> so, the night after Mania, the real Americans broke up, with Cesaro turning on Swagger and announcing himself as not a Zeb Coulter guy, but a Paul Heyman guy. Uh, and so that's where we are today. Pretty solid match to start with. Cesaro and yeah. Swagger focus each other, and RVD takes advantage, uh, hits Swagger with a jumping back kick, and then mo- Monkey flips Cesaro out of the corner onto Swagger, which was cool. Monkey flip. It RVD is at, goes for, yes? It is at this point when JBL says, Jack Swagger is a former ECW champion, and that should make <laughs> RVD nervous. <laughs> should make him I didn't uh, even hear that. Oh my yeah, God. It RVD should make him nervous of the thought that they yes, WWE still owns the ECW trademark and they can revive it whenever they want. Exactly. It's like, oh, oh no, God. RVD's <laughs> like, oh no, my boots are shaking. <laughs> oh God. 
Oh, so, thank you, JBL, for being an idiot. Oh, oh. God bless. <laughs> ECW. <laughs> RVD goes for crossbody, but Cesaro catches him out of the air, but then eats a boot from Swagger. Uh, RVD hits Cesaro with a sunset flip powerbomb from the ring to the floor, and then gets yes. turned inside out from a clothesline from Swagger. Uh, Swagger gets hits RVD with a Swagger bomb for a two, and then Cesaro grabs him for a huge swing for to a, a, a enormous pop. People pop so hard for that swing, and then RVD breaks the swing up with a spinning heel kick to Cesaro to a huge boo. I assume yep. because the audience are big X Pac marks. No, of course. <laughs> Swagger gets the Patriot lock. Well locked in on rvd and as rvd starts to fight out of it cesaro hits swagger with a gorgeous springboard corkscrew european uppercut he does that move so well and i will never not yeah. pop for it it looks so good mm -hmm. jesus christ cesaro was so strong he has jack swagger standing on the ring apron on the outside of the ropes he gets on the middle rope and hits Swagger with a vertical suplex from outside the ropes to inside the ring. Even if Swagger is helping in that spot by jumping, it still takes an incredible amount of strength yes. to pull something like that off. That is like, oh my god, that is a feat of strength. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. Then RVD comes out of nowhere, hits Swagger with a frog splash. The ref counts three, and the announcers are confused oh, because, yeah. they for because they forgot this was an elimination match. I did too, because I swear they didn't, I didn't announce it. Yeah. So, okay, just so I went back when this happened. I rewound, went back to the beginning of the match to see if they announced it. And yes, they did announce it as an elimination match. Because okay. I was wondering did they mess this up? Swagger didn't kick out, so now they have to change it on the fly. But no, yeah. at the beginning of the match, William Garcia says the following is a triple threat elimination match. Did wow, the, I did missed the, that too. Yeah, did the commentary team, though, call it an elimination before that? I don't know, but probably you know, not. Did. Yeah, they probably didn't, but like. I mean, yeah. Cole, I'm, Cole that, um, yeah, uh, that angle curious. lock. Yeah. That angle lock shot, Cole called Swagger going into it before it happened. Yep. Like, yep. they Ooh. were kind of off at this point of the yeah. day. Uh, but yeah, they, they completely weird. forgot it was an elimination match. And wow. yeah, I was like, I was like, did they actually mess this up? And so yeah, I went back to the end of the match, and very clearly it was announced this is an elimination match. Uh, so well, that was good, just the least. yeah, because nobody in the ring seemed confused. Uh, yeah, no, they like, kept they, going. They didn't seem like they were like, oh god, what are we doing? It was just the announcers because they were trying yeah. to like, did he kick out? Did he kick out? Bro, he didn't move. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you want. Uh, so Swagger's gone. We're down to Cesaro and RVD. Cesaro sends RVD into the barricade on the outside and then stands at the top of the barricade. But RVD takes him out, drapes him over the barricade, and hits him with a jumping, spinning heel kick to the back of his head from the ring apron. I miss RVD. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bro. He was always one of my top yep. favorites. I mean, the Time dude's... The dude's pretty timeless. He's always looked 40. Right? <laughs> he's always looked 40. He has. Really he good. really has. <laughs> he, uh, no, no, yeah. Like, he's got that face. He's got a hard face. Yep. Time for RVD to get his shit in. Rolling Thunder to Cesaro. Split Leg Moonsault to Cesaro. Time to get the trash can. Remember, this match is a triple threat. There's no DQ in a triple threat. Uh, Extreme Cesaro takes out can. RVD by baseball sliding the trash can as RVD puts it on the ring apron. 
When RVD gets back in the ring, he rolls up Cesaro into a pin, but just using his legs? Like, he, like, hooks him with his legs and rolls him up and for a two count? I've never seen anything yeah. like that. Uh, Cesaro kicks out and eats a spinning heel kick from RVD to the trash can Cesaro was holding in front of his face. Then RVD puts a trash can on Cesaro's chest, goes for the frog splash, but Cesaro kind of, sort of moved out of the way, I guess. And RVD eats shit. Cesaro hits him with the neutralizer and gets the win in 12-34. I like this match a lot. These are three very talented people. Yep. Uh, as much as it pains 2014 me to compliment Jack Swagger, I have grown and moved on as a person. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like, great way to put over Cesaro, because, you know, he, he had the Andre the Giant Battle Royal win, getting with Paul Heyman, so that, you know, they... In a vacuum, you would assume they had plans for Cesaro. Oh, how naive yep. we were. Yep. Uh, made Cesaro look good, made RVD look good, made Swagger look good. Uh, what do you think, Noobs? Um, I want to know what hair product Swagger uses, because that shit held the entire right? match. It's just plastic. <laughs> it's just like a Lego hair thing. He just yeah, does a really good he just job like of pops it off con when contouring he gets it to his head. Yeah. Behind Gorilla. Like, yeah, no, I, has the I, same I, thing. I love this match. The one thing that was scary to me was that frog splash onto the trash can. You can Oof. tell part of the jagged end of the trash can was like, oh, I'm going to make yep. make way with your face. That was super yep. scary. Yeah. Like, ah! he got cut up. <laughs> he got lucky there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, very beautiful match. Yeah, I yeah, I, I had a great time with it. What about you, Jesse? Um, They really should have made Cesaro a face. They should have. You got 100 percent with the the swing, but also, what is more of a face sequence that could get you over as fuck that I'm sure they told him like not to use anymore because I haven't seen him do it in forever was that uh, triple um, deadlift suplex thing. Yep, I remember him that, doing like, that, and that is a wrench. face thing. That is yeah. yeah, that is Eddie and Benoit times twenty because. Yeah. He's, fucking deadlifting motherfuckers and still holding on that is face as fuck and he would have been so over with that and the swing I yeah. just oh god and this was a match where he was the odds on favorite you know yeah. putting, I understand putting him with Paul Heyman but he didn't really need it because Cesaro actually can do promos pretty well I'm sure Vince just can't understand his accent yeah like there was no but, reason to put him with Heyman other than just like to try and get a little bit of Heyman shine but he didn't need it It was the wrong type of shine didn't yeah he didn't need it he was great yeah and there was no I, reason to put him with that but but like I've said before this is the year where I realized Cesaro is fucking misunderstood genius yeah because it was him beating Orton his stuff in the chamber winning the uh battle royal all this this is where since this at the beginning of this year to now just cesaro is a top 20 easy yep but then what's he doing at SummerSlam? um is he teaming He's, up with titus yet he, or? he 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 lost to rob van dam on the pre-show oh which like shows kind of how what what happened with him so he kept a program with Dan Van Dam. I don't even remember I, that. I, I don't even think they. I, I think it wasn't a program as much as well. We want these guys on the show, uh, but we don't know what to do with them. Yeah, because like looking at the week, the 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 pay per view before that, Battleground, yep. Cesaro's not on the show. Yeah, they didn't know. They had uh, no clue. Money yeah. in the bank. Uh, money in the bank. 
Cesaro is uh He's in one of he? them, right? Oh yeah, he was in the uh the 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 main event for the the world title. Vacant title. Yeah, at least there uh, was that. Yeah. At least. Yeah. But yeah, like they it really feels like they ran out of steam with Cesaro in like you know halfway through 2014, and that's a bummer. But yep. but, but Adam, but yeah, yes, Adam, he was the winner of the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. <laughs> You're not wrong. He is. Oh, he is. He will have that is a death sentence, isn't it? Uh, that has to bit. be a death sentence. Uh, well, it's, it's it's not. See, there's only two winners that have sentence. really. Not re- there's only one is like Mojo. Mojo Raleigh's the one where it's like okay, yeah. Because like Big Show won one, that's fine. Matt Hardy won, okay. Baron Corbin's done alright. And right. his what happened after that? His career. He was out uh, for the rest of the year. True. Pretty he much. He did win the he didn't win the tag titles and then had to go away for a long time. Yeah, uh, cor- yeah. It it's, yeah, it's like it's it's a it's not a full death sentence. It's like but it's more like an immediate like the rest of this year is going to be rough for you. Because yeah, like, what Corbin does it and then immediately gets in a program with Dolph Ziggler. And yeah. it it's weird. Like it should be, oh, this person's getting a push, but it's more like let's highlight this person because we think they deserve yeah. the best participation trophy we can give out. Yeah, and I still don't hate it. Like I don't. I mean, it's really a fun re- match. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I just don't think it's it's one of those things where it's like it gets everybody a payday. It pops the crowd because matches like that are really fun to watch. Yeah, on the like on a WrestleMania pre-show, but winning it means nothing. Yeah, it's just a fun thing because because they they used to do that at Wrestle Kingdom all the time. They had the New Japan Battle Royal, and the yeah. dark match at Wrestle Kingdom was a big battle royal. Uh, just cause, just cause it pops the crowd and it gets everybody going. Yeah. Uh, we go to the back to see Brian getting checked out by a doctor. Steph comes in to tell Brian that she can't control Kane and she's worried about Daniel's well being. She tells Daniel that he doesn't have to compete tonight. He can just surrender the title. To which he tells her to get out of his face. Steph says that he won't be walking out champion. He'll be walking out Kane's bitch. Okay. Okay. How? mm, It was this segment (laughs) that made me realize. Stephanie is the absolute worst with the fact that she has to throw in a nickname. Or a tagline. Yes. To every she, she person she is hyping Kane. up. It's it's the demon Kane. She can't she has to she has to go right on the company branding line. She has time. to say Rowdy Ronda yep. Rousey every it's, time. She can't just say yeah, Kane, it's, it's just the like, demon Kane. It's yeah. Yeah. She's really bad about that. It's just like I think it has everything piercing. to do with her dad's uh training <laughs> oh it's 100 like yes yeah. learning from vince it's 100 not that. ever having her own the chief brand officer like with the company so like i get it <laughs> well like, I'm, that's for real that's like her actual no no, no like, i know I title. Just, the, but it's I, it's the irony to me is it's funny. not it i understand why she does it but it, it's it feels like you're not speaking he, like how people talk People yeah. no, it's like people it give Michael Cole shit. Yeah, for like it's the big dog or it's boss time and stuff like that. That is nothing worth. That is not bad not, compared to no, Stephanie. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we hit a. We have a fucking, fucking mountain climbing. Shit. We get a fucking Bo Dallas vignette. I forgot. Oh my that god, were, the vignettes. The Bo Dallas the Bo Dallas vignettes were so good, it is just too bad that the result of them was Bo Dallas. 
<laughs> God, it's just so you just ridiculous. Gotta flow, live and yes. Myself. God, those are such good vignettes. Uh, time for the next match. Out first is Brigitte Nielsen from Rocky Four. I mean Lana. So this was <laughs> Rusev's pay per view no, yeah. debut. Uh, God, that's weird. And while he was Bulgarian, they were like, "Let's just make." Well, where it the Russian. fuck's that? It's <laughs> close enough. <laughs> so Lana dedicates the match to Vladimir Putin, which they stopped Ow. doing the next year because Putin very quickly went from vague foreign threat to, oh, he's killing journalists and undermining Western democracy very quickly. Yeah, so they yeah. abandoned that aspect of I, I forgot how amazing Russo's old Titantron was because it's just pictures of Putin and various landmarks in Russia. Guys, yes, beginning of what we in the arts community uh, have dubbed Rusev's Black Period. Oh. Okay. A.K.A. <laughs> his, his shoeless period? Is that what no, we're going with? A.K.A. he's going to beat the shit out of R-Truth Xavier Woods. Kobe oh, Kingston yeah, and Big that e. Black Period. See, I, oh. I wrote that line last night. Or like I wrote that line a couple days ago, and I have been laughing about it every hour <laughs> on the hour since then. I must destroy I, all the black people because that's that's. Whoa. I was just that like, that's what he's doing. Oh yeah, yep. like his first like yep. six months, all he did was feed with black people. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so he is. Uh, his opponents are the team of Xavier Woods and our Truth. Uh before the bell rings, Rusev beats the piss out of both of them. Really cool moment where he goes to, like the cloth over the ring apron, pulls it up, and just sends Xavier into the exposed steel underneath the apron. Uh, I've never seen anything like that before or since. I thought that was a cool effect. Uh, Rusev yeah. gets uh, R-Truth in the ring and the match begins. It's a classic squash match. Uh, R-Truth gets a little bit of offense in, hits his really good corkscrew elbow thing and a scissor kick. But R-Truth, or Rusev takes him out. Lana directs him to crush. Rusev locks in the camel clutch slash accolade onto R-Truth and gets a submission win in 253. Uh, solid debut to really get across Rusev as this dominant force uh, and monster heel. And just at Rusev this point, crush. at this point, <coughs> I was like, okay, so he's going to go undefeated till next year's WrestleMania and lose to John Cena. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, and... Also, it's just like the crowd was chanting, "We want Lana." They yes, that was a, a bunch thing early on. They were yes, that went on for months. And that the Jer- Jer- and then Lawler's Russia. there. It's like, yeah, oh god. Go. Yep. So Stop man, her I, is horrible. That's why twenty Ooh, was it, it was twenty fifteen. It was twenty fifteen, right? Where you had the awful Rusev Lana Ziggler summer race story. Yeah, that was uh, 2015. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the summer of 2015, Ugh. because they broke off Lana, turned her baby face, stuck her with Ziggler, because Lana was really over, because look at her. Yeah. Uh, so Vince was like, I got an idea. Let's put her in a Van Halen shirt and a bunch of denim and stick her with Ziggler. Because <laughs> that'll do have, it. Have Rusev throw a fish she at had, her. She had the Russian accent because she was brainwashed and evil, but now she's yes. a cool American girl. Uh, yeah. Because that's how CJ that Perry. fucking worked. C.J. Perry, Lana. Decent actor. She was on the show Banshee. They did it on Cinemax for a while. She's not a bad actress. Uh, Lana else? was? Yeah. Lana's like an Holy actress. Holy actress. shit. Yeah. Oh. She, like, she was not picked I up by WWE. Banshee. I can't yeah, think She was not That's crazy. picked up by WWE to be a wrestler. Like They just picked her because right. she was an actress. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And um, they're mm-hmm. the reason why she's married to Rusev. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah. I, I saw a good idea where it's like the next mismatch challenge should just be wrestling couples. Because you could yeah. do a full uh, bracket with that. And yes, then Charlotte and Cien Almas win it all. Got it. <laughs> like, exactly. Are they together? Uh, apparently uh, so. Apparently, yeah, apparently they've been dating for a couple months. What? Yeah. Aster Black and Zelina Vega. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Um, Give me that. Angelo like, Dawkins and Bianca Belair. That'd be really mm -hmm. good. Oh, uh, we could do Peyton Royce and... um. Oh, shit. Um... A guy that they just released. Oh no! <laughs> I know, oh. I know it's Tyler, I, or I know it's um, uh, Dillinger, Ty Dillinger. Dillinger. But it's just like yeah. got there together. Yeah, yeah. Man, I just want to see Sarah Logan and Rhodes kill everybody. Right? Oh my god, that would be good. Killian <laughs> Dane and uh, what's his name? What's her name? Um, oh my yeah. god, Nikki Cross and Killian yeah. Dane. Fuck yes. Like, All he had to do really is throw good. her with one hand like a football into people. Oh, <laughs> no, he would just like, she would just be like, grab me leg, and he would just swing her into people. <laughs> good lord. Also, yeah. the only thing I have note of this match is at the end when Lana's holding up Russo's hand. Were they a couple at this point? No. Okay, they weren't, but she was giving him them eyes. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I mean they might have been, but she I was think... like, she was like, man, I love my yeah. job. But yeah. like, I love my job. <laughs> He didn't really have Lana in NXT. Um, I forget about most that, of his honestly. NXT yeah. run. She came along near the end. His NXT run was weird because he would show mm -hmm. up in like almost like rags, like he was almost like a savage, and he would have a two by four with his opponent's name written on it, and he would break it over his knee before wow. every match. What the hell? Rusev, That's cool. Like, early NXT Rusev was weird. Uh, I need to go back and look at that. Yeah. Uh, so then we get Lillian Garcia talking about the Special Olympics going on the next month, and we get a shot of the members from the New Jersey Special Olympics team sitting in the front row, which is a cool moment. You can be, there's a lot of stuff about WWE you can be cynical about, especially when it comes to, like, positive press, but their stuff with the Special Olympics is genuinely really fucking cool. They do a bunch of yeah. work with yeah. them. Uh, it's hard to fuck that up, I'd, I'd right? like to believe. Johnny like Knoxville. Believe. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's different. Johnny Knoxville's an idiot. <laughs> that movie actually is surprisingly like very a very good representation of the Special Olympics and is like, like not a oh. bad movie and actually like Wait, what are you not... talking about? I'm talking about the Ringer. Yeah, the Ringer. Oh, yeah. I thought like, he had Kristen really Heigl press thing yeah. going. Like, or Catherine Heigl. He was, like, he was like, I'm gonna rig the Special Olympics. But if you watch that movie, it's like, oh no, this is a movie that like, has a great amount of like respect. And okay. compassion for the actual competitors in the Special yeah. Olympics. They I cast... thought he said some weird no. thing at a press. No, no, no. Okay, they no. cast oh, like bad. actually mentally challenged actors and stuff like that. Like, it was a, it's a, it's a movie with a heart that you wouldn't expect. You would not expect okay. the movie to like have that at well, the cool. center of it. It's really there's... interesting to go back and rewatch. Yeah, there's one moment that is still the hardest I think I've ever busted out laughing at a film. When the fuck did we get ice cream? Yeah, the one the fuck yeah. did we get ice cream? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. That's the line. Everybody that, I've guess. ever talked to who's seen that movie, that's the line that kills them. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, one of the actors in that movie, I don't remember his name. He's he's a he's one of the 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 mentally challenged guys, and he said, uh, 
there was one day where they were like doing a lot of press. They were doing a lot of like tours and stuff like that. They hit up like like twenty places in one day. And he was going around telling everybody it was his birthday, and so he's getting all sorts of special treatment. He was getting hugs and kisses from everybody, and he was like, like, oh, let me buy you lunch. Let me, oh, here's a gift. Here's that, and then the other. And then at the end of the day, they like they got back and like and they got him back to like his hotel room, and his like a family member of his was there, and they were like, what are you talking about? His birthday's in like fucking six months. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So good. Uh, I love anyway, it. Anyway, I forgot about the evolution shirt they put out for this feud, showing Batista, Triple H, and Orton as like skeletons. That's a it's pretty, weird. I think that's a pretty cool shirt. Yeah, I I like that. I think that's a you know it's Triple H's idea. Shirt. Skulls are cool, you guys. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. It just it's just it's. Skulls. I think the thing that really ties it together is Skeleton and Randy Orton doing his pose. Yeah, that really yeah, that's it. dumb. Like it, it wouldn't work without that. Um, up next is the IC title match. My boy, Bad News Barrett taking on Biggie. Uh, Barrett yeah. cuts a promo with about some virus. I'm sure it was some health scare that was all over the news in 2014 that we've all since forgotten about, like swine and/or bird flu or something. Uh, I think that was sw- no, that wasn't swine flu at the time. That was yeah, something swine else. flu was two thousand nine. H one. Yeah, I know. I had it. Oof. Fucking sucked. <laughs> I was quarantined in my dorm room for a week Bro, and a half. Uh, you survived did- it though. That's what matters. Yeah, I, it, it yeah. actually didn't kill that many people. It was like no, uh, it just it was just like, it was it was a, just a bass it, it was like, hey, this isn't actually that dangerous. It's just like the flu, but worse. Which is yeah. bad. Don't get me wrong. But is the flu, like, but for swines. Exactly. Because um, <laughs> I remember it was H1N1, and I think the the um, I think the the lasting legacy of that disease is the video game H1Z1 because that's where they got it from. Yeah. And I made a throwaway Xbox Live profile one time called X- H1N Fun. <laughs> mm. That's like, a good one. I made that in like late 2009, and shit, I was just no. like, yeah, this is. That's a, that's a good one. Clever Xbox uh, gamer tags are—they're hard to find these days. They are. Uh, I've seen a couple. Woo! 2009 was a weird time. Couldn't get away with that stuff. Good crisscross to begin with. Bad news, Barrett. Uh, getting with bad news, Barrett's really over. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Popped hard for his catchphrase. Booed when Biggie got offense, and they were chanting for him in the opening moments of the match. Like yeah, it was weird because like roared oh. when he won. We go from elimination. Ch- we go from that elimination chamber one to this, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Like it's so yeah. weird how quickly things uh, yep. change. He like it shows you the power of a good catchphrase. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. also, and also, like Barrett has always been kind of well liked by the audience because I think the audience saw him as someone who's always deserved more than he got, uh, and that's a good way oh, to get yeah, on your sure. side. I mean, it helps with the with the whole um uh, Nexus line yeah, like right. failing and stuff like that. Yep. Ugh, Nexus. Uh, not a ton of note in this match. Just solid meat slapping wrestling. Uh, Barrett's in control for a while. Biggie gets his comeback. Suplexes, shoulder tackles, middle rope spear, murders Barrett. Uh, Biggie bounces off the ropes to hit Barrett with a splash, uh, but Barrett pops up and hits Biggie with the winds of change and then a wasteland for a pair of near falls. Forgot that those were two of his move names. Forgot that he had more than one named move, but here we are. 
there's a point in this match where he says it twice. JBL just goes, "That's really bad news." Yep. And I just and I just got a picture. Like if you had a camera on JBL, he'd like look over at Cole and be like, "Right, guys, right, yeah, right." And then no one would look at him, and he's just yes. like, "Oh." It's like Vince, just stop yelling Man. at me now, right? I just want uh, just once to be like, man, how the fuck did you ever get over? Right. Uh, how the fuck did you get over? Eddie Guerrero. Really good. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero got him over, honestly. That's that true. Eddie Guerrero. That's because because super true. There's that episode of SmackDown where JBL is at the Texas border. Uh, on the border, yeah. On the border chasing down people and saying, hey, Eddie, yeah. I think that was your cousin. And just yep. like kick some and man. stuff without, like that. Oh without God! Guerrero, without Eddie Guerrero, JBL is not over at all. Yep, one hundred percent. It doesn't True. work. The character change doesn't work. Uh, mm. Big E bounces off the ropes, hits Barrett with splash. Barrett goes to hit Barrett with splash. Barrett pops up and hits Big E. Or I already did that. Uh, hey, the straps are down. Time for a finish. Big E yep. hits Barrett up for the big ending, but Barrett counters and hits Big E with a flying bullhammer elbow for the pin and the IC title. In 755. Uh, entertaining match. I like both these guys a lot. Glad to see Barrett win the win the championship. Uh, maybe my favorite thing about Barrett at this point, because I don't know if you remember, like, Nexus Wade Barrett and Wade Barrett in, like, 2014. But, like, he got... He went somewhere and got that Drew McIntyre and came back chipped from marble. Because he is shredded, and he was not yeah. originally. Yeah. And someone asked him, like, what have you changed? Like, you look incredible. He was like, it wasn't easy. I stopped drinking beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I'll I'll believe it. Like I did yeah. that month back in July. Yeah, last year, I dropped like fifteen pounds. And yep. you both know me; I don't have that to drop. I was about to say you don't have fifteen pounds to get rid of. <laughs> I mean, I I ask people like some people when weight gets brought up. Like people ask me how much I ask people how much I weigh. They yeah. always say I'm like one seventy. I'm at two hundred. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> I'm just there. It's like it is. There's a lot of water weight when if you drop. I I can believe that shit. Like you get yeah. cut quick because like because yeah because beer is like the ultimate empty calorie. Yep. And yeah. so it's just gonna add a little bit of you know you're gonna lose your definition. Uh, but yeah, as I say, great. hey, um, by the way, before we start this next one, I kind of want to get a beer because Go this is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be good. Me and me and Jesse That's will finish hilarious. up. Uh, the I, anything else I see title match it was a fun time yeah I, I, I like really these guys. liked it yeah, yeah um, they they did what they could with the limited time they have it's hard to put on oh, yeah. like a really great match in eight minutes mm-hmm. uh, but they really did they worked with what they had Big E can wrestle god damn it Big E can wrestle he's, oh he's I like Big E a lot so underrated I wonder where he'll be in ten years cause he's got ten like fifteen left in him he's only thirty two right something like that that's a good question him I feel and, like I think Xavier are about the same age. Yeah, I I feel like we're looking at like He's apparently 33. apparently back in the day the uh the rumors were always that um he was Big E was the one that that Vince wanted wow. and Roman was the one that Triple H wanted for like the mega push, but you know, I I don't believe that. That's... But it's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Biggie wins a world title in the next five or ten years. In my Why in not? my brain, and I'm sure if we broke it down, it would make sense. But in my brain, that timeline doesn't line up. But. Oh no, it it does. Like I understand, but yeah, no, that because like Biggie debuted a month after the Shield, right? But that's yeah, insane. Shield. 
How I I, right. I had the. I, I had this written down here. I think the last review. When does New Day start? Late at the end of at the end of twenty fourteen. Okay, because yeah, they, um, they, yeah, they all go oh, away. Corey, Xavier oh, up in this thing, man. Yeah, they they all go away around SummerSlam and they come back in November or December. Yeah, because and I remember it, the ENC pod where they talked with Kofi. Like he yes. said, like they came out for like two episodes and then they left for another two months. So they came out and they were almost like everybody was like, "Oh my God, they're about to do Nation of Domination." Yeah, because, it was very because Xavier Woods like, looked like Malcolm X. Shit. And Xavier Woods came out looking like Malcolm X and like cuts a program, a promo with Kofi and Big E, where he was like, "Do you not think that we deserve more than this?" And yep. and and all that, and we've been given scraps and this and that and the other. And they left and they were gone for like two months. And they we started getting vignettes as for the new day, and it was like, "What is?" Why is there a choir and why is Biggie t- given a sermon? What is happening here? And yep. they debuted and it went over like a fart in church. It specifically a fart in a church in a- <laughs> at your grandmother's funeral. Oh, like, it was it flopped so bad. People turned Ew. on it so hard. New day sucks. New day, New day sucks. sucks. Uh, um, and so Kofi they went talks to Vince. about it on the yeah. ANC podcast just yeah. recently. It was pretty and good. They, they he was like, we begged, begged. him. Yeah, just like, let, let us do us. it. If it fails, it fails, but let us try. Yeah, because we did. And, and he said Vince genuinely thought the preaching thing was going to go over. Yep. The gen- he genuinely believed it. It's like, man, yep. did you? was your favorite preacher as a kid black, Vince? Is that what this is? Yeah. So then they, uh, they at WrestleMania 31, they failed to win the championship. And then afterwards, uh, so it was the night after WrestleMania that, uh, the New Day Sucks chance really caught on. And the next few weeks, it was New Day Sucks, New Day Sucks. And then they started asking them backstage, like, what do you think about the reaction you're getting from the crowd? And they start, like, they're still, like, uh, they were like, you know, we, you know, it hurts, but you know, we clap so we don't snap. And they started starting to be more that. aggressive and everything. Yeah. And, and then it was, and then they were wrestling the Lucha Dragons and they, and like Kofi attempted Beated. like a cheap shot and they turned him heel. And then it was, and then it was off to the races. It was let's go. So crazy. And my favorite early heel moments was when John Cena was doing the USA Open Challenge thing. Yep. And um, Ziggler was supposed to come out, and he didn't. And instead, it was New Day. And I can't remember. I want to say it was like Xavier Woods took the challenge. But they dragged out Ziggler by, like, waddling him out. Like, they yep. just, they drug him out, kind of like waddling like evil-looking penguins. And oh, yeah, I forgot about it that. It was hilarious. They were they were funny bad guys. They were like they were like yep. shitty henchmen that were tired of being shitty henchmen. It was so they, good. And, and then they had then they had the we, captain. They went out for themselves. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's so weird. Then, it then, was so, so funny. At TLC, one of my favorite New Day moments. At TLC, it was the Lucha Dragons, the Usos, and the New Day in a TLC match, a triple threat ladder match, uh, for the titles. And Xavier Woods is on commentary, right? And he's so he's got the trombone at this point. He they first came out with the trombone at SummerSlam in 2015. That was the first time mm-hmm. they did it. 
And so Xavier Woods sitting on commentary, talking shit and everything like that. And then like Kalisto's climbing up and Xavier just goes, y'all for, like, oh, I think Kalisto's going to win. I think Kalisto's going to get in. And Xavier just goes, y'all forgot one. You forgot one thing, Michael. What's that? This match is no DQ. So he throws his headset down and chunks his trombone. <laughs> yes. He chunks and the trombone Francesca at Kalisto. The, yeah. And like Kalisto, and then he runs in the ring, like stuns Kalisto, runs in the oh, ring God. and grabs Kalisto and throws him off of the oh, ladder. fucking good. So good just so good and they got over as fuck for it they got so good over them so yep. over uh let's fucking go boys yeah, Any moment? Of, uh, three dudes uh, over as fuck evolution versus the shield this match uh, before six, be- yes before we get hype yes i want to i want to produce a fart here because jbl did it um <laughs> Um, second, folks, second, we have a. This is this is literally yes. this is in the editing. This yes. is in the buildup. It says, "Folks, we have a collision coming Sunday." That was from Michael Cole. Then, a second later, we have a war coming Sunday. JBL, yeah, no, I... fuck me. Even during the promos, yeah. <laughs> JBL is shit. Yeah, and the thing about those promos though is that happens a lot. I I remember multiple times in different promos during that era that um, J- uh, Cole would say something and JBL would say the bigger thing. That was the same version yep. of that. And I never yep. updated that shit. I'm like, why would it's you like put that in the package Don too? West, Fuck Don off. West had a bad habit uh, back in TNA of saying something and then just saying the same thing again. Like, tonight we will determine, we will crown a new champion. And it's like that where you're like, you're just saying the same thing twice. You're just slightly mm-hmm. changing the wording. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this match and the six man tag on the next show may be the greatest example of someone putting someone else over in wrestling ever. Uh, I, I can yeah. believe it. Yeah. The Evolution reunion was so smart. It wasn't like DX last year. It didn't feel like a cash grab. It was earned in the storyline. It was to put new guys over, and it was just really fucking cool. Yes. And, and it was out of nowhere, too. Out I of nowhere. remember no one popped for uh, well, the song. It's because they were it in took Birmingham. Me a minute. It's because they were in Birmingham, uh, and I'll be damned if Alabama's ever going to cheer for Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! You got that God, from that somewhere. Was so set up. I oh, damn. No, it's because uh, I did not expect you to make that point, Jesse. Thank you, yeah. though. Thanks for oh the Oh my God! Well, I've been That's making that joke yeah. literally since that episode of Raw aired five years ago. That because, is yeah, incredible. It went over like a fart in church and nobody reacted because Birmingham It went over like a, evolution in church. Right? <laughs> oh. It's because it's because Birmingham's kind of a bad wrestling crowd and they don't get... That's why I think they yeah. get house shows more than anything now because they're just not a very good TV crowd. My uh, heart. It was, yeah. like, it was like a few weeks ago. <laughs> where were they a few weeks ago where the crowd was terrible and just sat on their um, hands all night? Uh, Not... Not not um, New Orleans. That's oh, it was, all I know. They were, in like, uh, they were in Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, they had yeah. fucking uh, McAfee crowd, shit yeah, on them. Yeah, the crowd was yeah. terrible. Like, Bubba Ray yeah. posted on Twitter, and he was like, if you ever try and make the excuse that the crowd is bad, you you didn't do a good job. That being said, that crowd on Raw last night was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Lafayette is yep. dog yeah. shit. It's not it's a like, good place, yeah. It's not a great, it's not a great wrestling town. Uh, mm-hmm. Evolution comes out first and just kind of chill in the ring for a moment, waiting for the Shield's music to hit. And the announcers doing a really great job covering for it, saying they were playing mind games, making Evolution yeah. wait. 
That's usually at their best when they're like, oh, yes. they're fucking with random. Like, why can't y'all always talk that way? Random other question. Did Ambrose ever really defend that U.S. title on Raw <laughs> SmackDown? Again, every month or two. Okay, because yeah, that motherfucker had it for, had what, it for a long days? time. He he yeah. had it oh, he had it for over a year. Because he oh, won God. it at Extreme Rules in 2013. Yeah. Was, he will drop it between this show and Payback, though. I was fixing to say, because that was how they went. Yes. Uh, Evolution was fucking with him. They yes. Because he, he defended it for like two weeks in a row, and then there was like a battle royal. They right? had a battle royal, and the winner gets the U.S. title when Sheamus won. Sheamus had it for a while, then dropped it to Rusev. Yes, and then took and it then all the way to WrestleMania. Great fucking picture of Triple H in the back with um, the image of Sheamus winning. Yeah. So oh good. yeah. It yep. just it worked smart yep. so hard. It yep. was so good. Uh, yeah. It was. Yeah. He he didn't do much with it for a while though. Like it was just kind yeah. of an after. He's the longest reigning WWE U.S. title holder. Like not that's counting, right. He beat out fucking um, not, MVP. Yeah. Was the one not, before yeah. That. Which really tells you a lot about uh, all that. The US title, the, yeah. In this time with the authority messing with the Shield, there was an episode of SmackDown. That was the Shield show. It was two hours of SmackDown. That yes. Was opening segment. Hey, the Shield, because they've been put into like handicap matches over the past few weeks, and they're like, Hey, the Shield. Main event tonight is you versus every heel we have on the roster, pretty much. Eleven dudes, and they like, went a, around yeah. beating the shit out and of they, everybody. The whole episode was something is happening that is unrelated. The Shield come out of nowhere and beat the shit out of the heel to take them out of the main event. Fucking and next segment, the best something's happening. One. What was it? Was it the, uh, Roman staring down Heath Slater while because, Rollins and yeah, so, uh, so Ambrose yeah, beat the shit out of 3MB? Ambrose yes. and Rollins come in and beat the shit out of 3MB in the background. Heath Slater's cutting a promo, does not address the, like, doesn't even realize what's happening behind him until he finally hears something, turns and looks. They're, they're laying him out, and then Roman is staring down Heath Slater. It's one of my favorite episodes of SmackDown, because it is just, yep. this is the Shield's coming out party. This is just putting the Shield over so much. Oh, I love it. It's uh, so good. The Shield get to the ring, stare each other down, or the, stare, the two teams stare each other down, and they charge each other. Rollins taking out Triple H, Ambrose taking out Batista, Roman taking out Orton. The Shield stand tall in the ring. Yes. Oh my god, oh, what a good dude. moment. Everybody pops. Let's go. Teams get in their corners. The bell rings. Rollins and Triple H start the match. Uh, solid wrestling to begin with. Triple H tags in Batista to a huge amount of booze because, uh, as was the style at the time. God, it just is such a travesty. Yep. Like, uh, eventually they start chanting, You, ch you can't wrestle. Yep. And but at like this Batista, point, yeah. it wasn't even like Batista. it. It was one of those things where it was like we don't resent you anymore. It's just like this is just what this is just where we're at now. Yeah, uh, and yeah. He, he did turn heel, so it was he kind did. of more appropriate. Yep. But the you can't. Yep. Yeah, I actually got the that. least you I, guys could do is yes. say anymore. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've actually got a note about that. I don't mind people shit talking heels and booing them, but I will never not be annoyed by a you can't wrestle chant. It's not heat. It's tr yeah. folks trying to be clever through being it's dismissive. Like, no, 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 no. They the you can't wrestle chant. Wrestling works. The you can't wrestle chant works when you got a guy like the great Kali in the in the ring. Fair, fair, fair. When you have a when you have a former world heavyweight champion. Like when you have somebody like Batista. One of the best yes. guys of the 2000 era. Yep. You fucking all know it. Yep. Yeah. 
I, I would love to show every single one of these people in this fucking IZOD center. Sounds like yep. fucking, like, a dude wears my car knockoff, just piece of shit. I don't know why <laughs> I've been on least. a kick of that movie lately. Anyway, Chris, uh, awful fuck New Jersey. You show yeah. them anything in regards to Batista and Ray's entire yeah. arc? Yep. Oh, just... Mm, and Batista's I, a great heel when he's given that yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah, as we're like, about I, uh, to see with him and fucking Triple H and Mania. Oh my god, I can't wait. Uh, great. Babyface shield means we get Rollins in his natural form, being the babyface who gets the shit beat out of him during the match to set up the hot tag. He's very good at that. Uh, Evolution keeps tagging members in and out. Triple H hits Rollins with a knee lift. Batista hits Rollins with a kick to the head as Rollins hangs off the ring apron. Rollins takes out Orton and crawls towards his corner to make a tag, but Batista and Triple H rush across the ring to take out Ambrose and Rollins. Or, and, and Roman. Rollins hits Orton with an enziguri and makes it to his corner to connect to Dean for a hot tag, who uses Orton to take out the other two members of Evolution, just chunks him into his corner. Okay. Ambrose takes out Batista again, eats an uppercut from Orton, which Ambrose uses to do his lean-through-the-ropes launching lariat, which a lot of people complain about for a long time because it's a bit of a silly move, but from my understanding, he does it as a tribute to Nigel McGuinness because that was one of his longtime moves. So I always kind of marked out for it. It's yeah. a move that kind of makes you suspend disbelief, but I like it. Although I do like when he went backwards now because it usually is he'll go back, the his opponent will turn around, he'll pop back up, his opponent will turn back and he'll hit him. But Orton didn't turn. Orton was like playing the badass heel where like he leans back and Orton like motions towards him like bring it on. And then Dean clatters the crap out of him. Uh, yeah. Which I thought was a better way of doing that. Uh, oh. Triple H goes after Ambrose, but Ambrose takes him out. Then Ambrose locks in a figure four on Orton to a huge pop. Uh, so weird. Yeah, it's because, like, before this, like, Ric Flair gave the shield his blessing, saying they were yeah. better. you know, Ric Flair's the baby face. Uh, Which I actually brought up in our other podcast, that yes. that would be a great callback for Batista to be like, Rick's never been on our side. He's never been on my side. He puts other people over, not us, and you're just a selfish shit anyway, so I'm going to destroy Evolution's legacy, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm evil. Look at my nose ring. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Roman goes around the <laughs> ring to take out Batista, and he goes for a spear on a Triple H. That Triple H dodges and sends Roman crashing into the ring steps. Ambrose is now the getting murdered babyface struggling for the hot tag. And man, Ambrose is really good at being punch drunk. Triple H keeps yeah. running him over, and Ambrose <laughs> is just swinging at air. I love it. That's his forever face, too. Like, he just yes. always looks like that. I love Because, like, Ambrose, like, Gets up from the ground and Triple H is like five feet away from him, and Ambrose just gets up and staggers. It's just like pop, pop, pop to nothing. Oh, I would love to see more of that in Ambrose. Mm -hmm. uh, Got about a month left of it. Right. Triple H sets up the pedigree onto Ambrose, but Ambrose counters it to a back body drop and then trip hits Triple H with an underhook DDT, which is not his finisher yet. And it's hot tag time. The hot juggernaut, tag. the big dog. Hot tag. Roman. As over as fuck yep. here. Yep. Uh, god damn, Roman. So in this section, Roman takes out Batista in the corner with a punch, causing Batista to fall under the ring apron. Gets out. Run. Randy is on the is is standing at the ropes. Roman clotheslines Randy out of the ring. Then he then Roman runs out of the ring, ducks a hit from Triple H to do his drive by drop kick on Batista's head. Then he turns around, 
takes Triple H out with the clothesline, then grabs Orton and chunks him into the barricade. What an incredible segment to make Roman look amazing. Those only come like twice a year. Those like three-person synchronized hits with one person attacking all of them. Oh, it's so good. Yes. And Roman can do that shit really well. He's really good. Because that's the thing. Like, Roman isn't this great technical wrestler, but every move he does looks awesome. His Superman punch yes. looks fucking cool. And that's yeah, all that not matters. Everybody can do that. No matter what people think. Yeah. I, that that's shit's like probably everything one of the Roman does. He does. Cause it, it looks good. And, but that's what he, it, it works perfectly. I love it. I really wish mm-hmm. they would do the, um, uh, the phenomenal forearm, like slow motion segment on that Superman punch Absolutely. more often because, because it yeah. looks great. Yeah, especially with his hair. Like, the long yes. hair thing helps so much yes. with that. Uh, Roman gets back in the ring, and Batista sets him up for the Batista bomb. But Rollins jumps off of the top knee, top rope and hits him with his top rope knee strike. Then Roman hits him with the Superman punch, and the shield hit him with the triple power bomb. Yes. And that's that's when I have a note going, oh, you thought this match was over after that triple power bomb? Guess what? We haven't seen a pedigree, yep. you fucking marks. Yep. <laughs> it ain't over yet. Yep. But the pin is broken up by Warner Triple H. Triple H gets in the ring and hits Roman with a pedigree. But there we go. Man. Now the match has permission to end. Good. good, good. <laughs> Once I have pedigreed you through the ground, then you have my permission to pin. <laughs> now you have uh, my permission to die. Yes. Uh, good Good thing we're... we're, uh, we're uh, Triple H drags Batista's limp body to the corner to make a tag, but he's taken out by Ambrose. Batista puts one arm over Roman, but Roman kicks out as Ambrose and Triple H brawl over the announce table. Roman gets to his feet, and but Orton hits him with an RKO. Batista goes to the pin, but Roman, but Rollins breaks up the fall. Orton tries to take out Rollins on the outside, but Rollins batters Orton around the ring, taking out a cameraman as they do. Oh, yeah. Like you do. Orton and Triple H beat up Rollins in the timekeeper's areas, but they're taking out by Ambrose, who runs down all of the announce tables to take out the two members of Evolution. Orton and Triple H brawl into the crowd with Rollins and Ambrose. Oh, my God, I thought this spot was in the next match. Yeah, no, it's this one, yeah. baby. Ambrose, yeah. Orton and Triple H brawl by some stairs. Ambrose retreats down them as Rollins disappears. Also, Triple H, yes? I haven't done this in a while. Shout out. Shout out. Okay. To all the fucking Uh-oh. fans that are like, I'm going to use my flash photography right in front of their <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah, like just right? blind. Yeah, blind. Seriously. God. Christ. Read a room. Yes. <laughs> uh, Orton and Triple H go down the steps and batter Ambrose a little bit. Uh, into a wall, then on a barricade, and they just, oh my god, there's Rollins! He just jumped from, like, 10 or 15 feet onto these dudes! Rollins just jumps from out of nowhere, comes down from the heavens! Yeah, the crowd yes. did great. I just shit on the crowd, but the rest of the crowd made a good job of, like, not making a bunch of noise for that. Like, Yeah, like, they, they, they didn't, like, draw any attention to him. So out of nowhere, he just, they had, it was a great camera angle. Because you, you were watching down, and then all of a sudden, the camera just shifts up a little bit, and you see Rollins up there as he comes flying down. God. Oh, so yes. good. Perfect I, I camera think it, work. It, it had a lot to do with, yeah, them for once not showing where Rollins was. Yes, it was such good camera work. I so, love it. I love it. 
So now it's time for uh, noobs to use his um uh <laughs> to use his career and make a oh, comment okay. about the Izod Center okay. and the shit work that they did in remodeling <laughs> this building. Did have they demolished <laughs> it by now? I think it got demolished. I mean, good. Like, uh, let's be honest. Because I, I think it was the Meadowlands Arena. It got. I think it's been demolished or something. Um, Let's if see not, here. they don't really use it for anything anymore because this was where SummerSlam was supposed to be in 2015 before they moved it to Brooklyn because they weren't able to do the IZOD Center. And it IZOD been, is it was still in, alive. Okay, I think they might have shut it down for renovation. Okay, so they, I hope they fix this one thing that I noticed. That walkway that they were in where the where Rollins jumps off and stuff like that. You can yeah. clearly see in the wall the uh, cement brick. You can yeah. see the extra mortar. Like, that area used to be stairs. You can yeah. tell because you can just see all of the mortar that they left and all of the different, like, polishes that were there when stairs were there and they would be mm -hmm. cleaning. They just left that on the brick. They didn't repaint it. They didn't recode it. They didn't do anything. It just makes it look shitty, just like New Jersey is. <laughs> like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Nice. Nice. Just awful work. I don't know why that. Uh, like that's just yeah. me. Like poking around, Who the like fuck looking did this around. And why aren't they fired? Right. Like and they should be. It's terrible. So it has anyway, seen demolished. stuff like that, Billings, and I've always wondered that. So it's shit yeah. work. Got it. Right. Uh, it hasn't been demolished, but in January 2015, the New Jersey Sports and Ex and Exposition Authority voted to just shut it down. So it has been uh shuttered and mothballed since january of 2015 oh so, it'd be fun to walk you. into that place now and see how oh, decrepit right? it is some like urban spelunking oh yeah full, full of uh hobos who got in yes. oh yeah Stay there's some that. fecal matter in that building an old building full of regret waiting to die alone oh hey batista and roman are the legal men and they finally woke up <laughs> uh, oh. but batista hits batista roman with a spine buster and sets him up for the batista bomb but roman fights out Hits Batista with Superman punch and a spear for the win in 19 minutes and 52 seconds. This is such a good match. You need a All cigarette. All six of these guys match. are amazing, mm -hmm. and it's not. And it's like half as good as the one next month. Right. I love the payback match, but this match is so good. It's like again putting these guys over. Everybody brought their A game. Triple H, Orton, and Batista were all putting in an effort that you don't always see somebody like Orton put in very often. Yeah. Uh, I adore this. One of my like top 15 matches of all time. I love it. What about you, Jesse? So, usually my favorite stuff is like before or after matches, I've come to notice. My, one of my favorite things ever is um roman picking up dean and slamming him over his shoulders and just dragging yes. rollins it's the most anime bro thing yep. ever yeah they just beat the big bads and now they're just all together it's, it's it is my heart and soul like that was one of my favorite things yeah and it's... I, and honestly when uh rollins turns on him later the first thing i remember was we don't get anything like that again yeah <laughs> But, it reminds um, me of uh, their their debut match at TLC 2012 when Rollins died for died our sins for our and went sins, through all yeah. those tables. And after the match, Very the, shield similar, yes. the Shield were like walking out. This is like their debut match. They win, and they're walking back to the entrance, just dragging a limp Rollins who looks yeah. legitimately dead. Yep, Fl flubber flustered. So they kind of like they, they kind of like started with that stuff and really did a great job of carrying it's it on. So good, yeah. But um. Yeah, this is again 
like I said at the very beginning, and I'll say it again, we see three of the greatest six-man tag matches of all time. Yep. And they're In this all the run. shield. Yep. They're all fucking great. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, noobs, I have been telling you about these matches for years. Uh-huh. Did it deliver? It did. Oh, good. It really, it really did. Like, just like, there were so many spots in this match where you're just like, Jesus Christ, how much more is this going to take? Like, yeah. when I did the joke about the, you can't, you can't finish this match because I haven't gotten a pedigree in yet. Yeah. It's like, okay, now the match got a pedigree. Okay, it's going to end in like two minutes. Oh, they're nope. leaving. Oh, the Spanish nope. table, Spanish announce table got attacked again. Oh, <laughs> there's a hyena screaming about Dean Ambrose the entire fucking time while they're in the crowd. Good Lord. Shoot that thing. Just, anyway. Oh, hey, Seth Rollins hasn't died for a singe yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, how this, did you feel when he yet. jumped, man? Like, that was, uh, like, I wasn't expecting it because the crowd, yeah, the camera wasn't panning on it. Yes. And you're just like, yep. oh, shit. Like, yes. I have typed in. I have typed in. I can't help but, oh, shit. <laughs> Rollins jumped. What the what fuck the just happened? That is one of my biggest markout moments ever in oh, wrestling absolutely. is that moment. Oh, the first time I saw it. And I remember I found a GIF of it from, like, above. Like, they had a camera angle, like, kind of from behind Rollins yes. that they showed, like, later on Raw or something like that. And I remember okay. taking that gif and just showing it to people and just being like, like real wrestling's fake, huh? This dude just jumped like twenty. Died for our just, fucking yeah, sense. just like exaggerating it. Like that's a hundred and fifty foot drop, only yeah. to be caught by his brother and two mortal enemies. Are you telling me? <laughs> oh. God, I love the way you sell wrestling. That's also anime. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, it was match. It was really great. <laughs> And I'm so excited for the next one because it's the main oh event. Oh god! It is yep. a uh, it is a elimination match. Yeah, three on three uh, elimination, elimination match. six man. Oh elimination my god! Six man, and it goes or uh, let me see here. No, I'm curious. No, not that. Thirty five. Yeah. Thirty five. No, minutes? not NXT. God damn it! Yeah, thirty minutes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, oh, oh man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good, good. time. Oh man, oh man, next month is the one where you get uh, Rusev getting murdered by Biggie on that uh through the rope spear. Anyway, uh, yeah, so such a good spear though. It's important to contrast things. Life is all about give and take. It's about the differences between our our everyday experiences. So after that, we get an Adam Rose vignette. Uh, <laughs> which I didn't notice Becky in there in those shots. No, she, she wasn't a permanent rosebud. She was like on one episode of Raw. They had her in the back as a rosebud. She would occasionally be a rosebud, but like there were no permanent fixtures. It was just yeah. Braun Strowman was grab. a rosebud. He was a rosebud one time. It was there's that one like, shot. Who's there's around. that one picture where it's like eight of them are like yep. all mainstays in the company yep. now. Yep. It's like WrestleMania 30 Triple H entrance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what the logo at the end? That's just the name Adam surrounded by roses and shit. I was either <laughs> like Josh was visiting or he was just watching on his own. And we were texting. Anyway, he saw that and he was like, I'm going to drug you and get that tattooed onto your lower back. <laughs> okay. Oh, Josh. Uh, up next is a steel cage match between Bray Wyatt and John Cena. Uh, Cena comes out first, really soaking in the John Cena sucks chant with his theme. I feel like this is within a month or two of the first time that happened. It might have been the Raw after WrestleMania 30. Uh, also, yeah. 
this was after the Firefly started for Bray Wyatt with everyone turning their cell phone cameras, like flashes on mm-hmm. during his entrance, which happened completely organically. That was yep. not planned. They were in London on their post-Mania European tour. He came out on Raw, and the entire London crowd was like, this will be a good idea, and it just caught on. It's, I God, love that's that. so it cool. That's how London no, works. It, yep. London crowd. Yep. Uh, I do have a, I do have a note going, do I hear a John Cena sucks chant? It's yeah. here! Yeah. Finally! Yep. Um, what the match begins... waiting for. Yes, the match begins like a very Cena match. Cena gets in a headlock, and Bray takes control. Uh, you have a Cena, moment where you have a moment yeah. where JBL says this steel is here to stop Rowan and Harper. It's like motherfuckers in their debut match against Kane. fire. Fire couldn't yeah. stop them. <laughs> fire couldn't stop That's these motherfuckers. Uh, and everybody knows know Inferno matches can't melt steel cage. Yes! Cena takes out Bray with a fisherman suplex and I'm goes so to glad find you did the that cage. I was about to. Uh, but he stops when he sees Ronan Harper on the uh, outside the ring. Okay, so why would he stop? Uh, right. So escaping the cage. So I have two kind of. Uh, uh, there's a bit of a stream of consciousness here. Escaping the cage is a heel thing. That's how heels win. That's why you have the stipulation in a cage match. It gives you the option of having the heels win without getting the pin on the babyface. A babyface should never win a cage match by escape. But Cena is consistently trying to escape. But. I think you could argue it's because Wyatt has rattled and scared Cena, and they want Cena to feel a little bit more like a heel for this match because that's what Wyatt's intent is and this feud, and it's to show that Cena isn't this paragon of virtue that people like to hold him up as, and therefore he is content with running away to win this match. Yeah. Probably more thought than should be put into it, but yeah, I'm into it. Uh, anyway, he almost escapes again, but Wyatt pulls him down. Cena fights off Wyatt, climbs once again, but Wyatt thwarts him again. Great surreal moment as Bray Wyatt picks up Cena's limp body and dances around the ring with him before hitting him with a Uranagi. Yeah. <laughs> what a cool spot. I would love Bray to do stuff like that again. I would love Bray to I'm be sure on TV again. I'm sure they told him not to. Yes, that too. Yeah, it's... I think the moment Bray Wyatt you, shows up on three other guys back who are, <laughs> you know, if Bray Wyatt shows up on TV again, I think Twitter would implode just because of Jesse freaking out. <laughs> my, yeah, no. I mean, my Twitter would implode. Yeah, Jesse yeah. would just bring the whole thing down from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, system is corrupted. Exactly. Cena attempts the AA, but Wyatt fights out. And Cena hits him with a fantastic, like, Okada dropkick. I've never seen him get that kind of height on a dropkick like that. It was very good. Uh, Cena starts to climb the cage again, but Bray does his crab walk towards the door of the cage. But he's stopped by Cena. Great visual, great camera work of him crab walking towards the open door. Okay, question. I brought this up before, I think, on here. I hate the fact that a steel cage match, they have a door that just opens on the side. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's, it's the like, stupidest thing. Yeah, it's it's you can get out the door or you can climb over the top or you can pinfall or submission. It's weird that the door's there. I get it. Because yeah. like obviously you need the door to get into the ring, but yeah, like make it like a hell in a cell where the door is locked and Yeah, no, make it again. make it like make it like this the match is about to start and then the door then the cage drops. Yeah, that too. Uh, uh yeah. Time for the comeback. Shoulder tackle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Josh told me after he listened to our last episode 
that he watched WrestleMania 30 and his daughter Charlotte was like playing in the living room with him, who was around three and a half at the time. And when Cena did the five knuckle shuffle camera cut away, cut back and Bray Wyatt's in his crab walk thing, she started fucking crying. (laughs) Like he, he, like he didn't even know she was watching. Like he had it on the TV and he was watching it. He like just keeping an eye on her. And then he didn't expect it to get that, and she's freaked out. <laughs> bad man, no. Uh, anyway, Cena lands five knuckle shuffle, goes for the AA, but he's too close to the cage. Bray grabs the cage, tries to climb, but Cena hits him with a sit-out powerbomb. Cena crawls towards the door, and the ref opens it, but Rowan walks over and just slowly shuts the door. Uh, <laughs> then we no. get some great John Cena playing to the rafters. Cena's very good at that. Yeah. See the oh, yeah. test of strengths with Rowan. Rowan trying to close the door. Cena's trying to force it open. Then Harper runs over and tries to close it. And then Cena just ah! And the idea the idea that the idea that Cena is he he had leverage on the door. Yep. And then he goes in between the ropes and the steel door yep. and then tries to push more. Yep. It's like, do you not know how leverage works? <laughs> Like, motherfucker. He's a, he's a right? superhero. He hasn't have, have time for those right? kind of things. Uh, but yeah, so right as Cena starts to overpower Bray's two disciple, Bray attacks Cena, pulls him back in the ring. Uh, Cena starts climbing out of the ring and gets to the outside of the cage. But Rowan climbs up, gets Cena on his shoulders, and climbs up to the top, getting Cena back inside the cage. This match has a bunch of really clever spots in it, because I think that's really good. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's really good until Michael Cole goes tossing Cena back into the cage. No, because that's exact. That's not what he did at all. What happened? That's the opposite. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Cena gets to the top of the cage again, but Harper meets him there, and Cena. Pulls him into the ring. So now Harper's in the ring. Cena climbs over the top of the cage as Bray scrambles for the cage door. But, like, so Bray scrambling towards the cage door. Cena is straddling the top of the cage near the door. And so Cena kicks the door to bonk into Bray's head as he's uh, climbing out. Another really, really clever spot. Uh, But then Cena looks at the floor and Rowan is waiting for him down there with the chair. So he gets back in the ring uh, to a flurry of attacks from Bray. Bray attempts uh, the sister Abigail, but Cena counters it into the SDF. Bray, Wyatt starts dragging himself towards the door as Cena has the hold locked in, getting to the ropes and like forcing Cena's throat into the bottom rope as Wyatt crosses the door. Really good spots in this match. Cena, <laughs> Cena grabs Wyatt's legs to yank it back into the ring as Rowan grabs Wyatt's arms and they just tug a war with Bray for a little bit, but C- Cena ends up winning, getting Bray back in the ring. I like that, actually. Yes, <laughs> so I do too. Bray goes to climb out of the cage, but Cena runs up, gets Bray on his shoulders, and hits Bray with a super AA from the middle rope. Cena makes the cover, but Harper, who threw Cena threw into the cage, breaks up the pin. Time for the finish. <sighs> Cena goes around the crate. Huh? Keep going. Just keep going. Just know I'm interjecting at a few points. Okay. Cena goes to climb the cage, but Rowan is waiting for him at the top. Cena grabs Rowan's beard and uses it to slam his head onto the top of the cage. Clever. (laughs) All three members of the Whites are down. Cena crawls slowly towards the door of the cage. But as he reaches the door to go out, the lights go out. There is a demonic voice singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. And when the lights come back up, there's a child singing into a microphone outside the ring. Cena, with the weird voice, Cena stumbles backwards into the ring. Bray hits him with the sister Abigail and walks out of the ring to secure the victory. 21 minutes and okay. 12 seconds. Okay. Okay. 
<laughs> a, I love the ideas still that I came up with last time, where it's like, yes. like those are those are like those make a wish make kids, a wish fucking kids. make a wish kids, die which would you know be perfect. Like there's that, but then also there's a moment where Bray has the point where he could pin John Cena. Yep, but he doesn't. He walks out. Or, yeah. or he looks at the door like he wants to have sex with it, and oh god, yep. the kid is still there. Stop looking at the door like that, Bray. Yep. <laughs> like, please don't. <laughs> yep. Please don't. <laughs> yep. Sad. Like, I understand why they had him walk out because it's like it's a heel thing. He doesn't get th- it's. It's why you have the escape option, so he doesn't yes. pin Cena. But yeah, yeah. It just oh my god. Never pin Cena. So ever has anyone well, made the joke that the kid sounds like? The great Kali singing, he has the whole world in his hands, or is that oh just my, me? Am I the first one? Oh my god, he does. <laughs> Christmas. I love okay. you. So, here's something that I think is really interesting. The finish of this match has been much derided in the years since, and folks have talked a lot about how dumb and bad it is, and I ain't trying to defend it. But it worked. The crowd was into it. When the lights came yeah. back up, they were singing he's got the whole world in his hands. They popped when he won. The narrative around this finish is that it went over like a fart in church, but inside the arena, at least, it worked. It did exactly what they wanted it to do. And I think yeah. that's something that we've kind of all forgotten about. Like, it it sold really well in the moment, but looking back, it's pretty dumb. It uh, is. It is. I, yeah. And then they have to show like that next segment where yeah, they have the kid the there movie. and they put the ma- yeah. they put the sheet mask on. It's like, okay, this is getting a little kooky. Yeah. Little little kid, wonky I'm, here. I don't know if that kid ever comes back. Uh, I also I also just I'm like telling the fact you it's that Nicholas. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great. That also be great. Also, I just like the fact that the Wyatt's just left his chair there. Like what if they yep. have guests coming for a porch barbecue? That's a good like, point. Like, like rocking chairs aren't cheap. Have you yeah. ever been have you ever been to Cracker Barrel? Those things are hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Uh, what What if you're ending up missing one chair and you need to be a decent host? Rowan sure ain't gonna get up, give up his seat. Look at him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, um, <laughs> look at him. Look, yeah, at, look him. at him. He's gonna get a beer in his hand and he's gonna sit. He's got God, a whole dude. beer in his hand. He's got a whole beer. <laughs> I need some, need some good ribs in these hands. God. Uh, but oh, I think God. overall the match was very entertaining. Cena and Wyatt have a really good chemistry. Uh, I think they the spots are really clever. There's some really good spots in this match. Those two work really well together. It's Wyatt should have won at WrestleMania and lost this match. Like yep. This is the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing you have to come back with with this feud. Wyatt should have won at WrestleMania and lost this match. Uh, yeah, something. But we do have a very good last man standing match uh, coming next month. That uh, the bad he shouldn't have won that either. Well, I get it. Listen, when you have like this is old school wrestling booking. It's a three match feud. Uh, heel wins one, babyface wins wins one, and then your rubber matches the babyface winning. I understand. It's what they did with Rusev and all that. It's what you do in matches like this. I don't mind that he lost that one. But John Cena didn't need to win that. He didn't. John Cena didn't. Like, it made sense with the story they were telling for Cena to overcome this, you know, madman. 
And I think yeah. it would have been fine as long as Bray wins the Mania match. Because no one cares that he won the Extreme Rules match. Yeah. They care. Yeah. It's like, no one cares that uh, that Brock Lesnar beat Triple H at Extreme Rules in 2013. They just remember that he lost to Triple H at WrestleMania 29. Okay, that's, that's a good... That makes a good topic you know. starter. Yeah. When is the last time Cena jobbed out to a newcomer? Owens? Kevin Owens in yeah. 2015? Was that in a pay-per-view? Yes, that was on multiple. It was on a multiple, uh, yeah. elimination Okay, chamber. okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're clean. right. When he came up, when he came up. Clean yeah, that's right. Fuck. That was great. Because I remember Squeaky when me clean. and you were watching together, we were afraid it was going to be another Bray Wyatt situation. Yeah, like, it's like there there was that one. And then he also, he AJ. also, like AJ, and then AJ, also, yep. wasn't didn't Shinsuke pin Cena clean and yes. then Orton clean? Yes, that was super yes. good. Yeah, um, he pinned Cena also, clean Cena to get the SummerSlam what? match. Yeah, Cena lost what seven SummerSlam matches until he decided, nah, fuck Baron he, Corbin. He he lost six in a row. If he had lost the seven, or he lost one fewer than the number of Nexus members that they beat. Yes, he would have atoned for his sins, but he was like, nah, yes. we gonna uh, nah, but Baron Corbin though. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it, it, but this was still way before Cena. Rusev was like the last time that it was. Listen. We're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna elevate you by putting you in a feud with Cena, but you're gonna lose the feud and you're gonna lose at Mania. I mean, uh, shit. That's what that's what they did with uh, Rusev against Undertaker at that one yeah. random casket match. Oh yeah, right. The Gorbachev House show. Softly, brother. Uh, yeah, but yeah. And so that's the thing. It's like it, it, Cena has kind of moved on from that. He he's transitioned into the putting guys over part of his career. Uh, Twenty fourteen though, we were still several years away from that yeah uh but yeah i enjoyed the match uh anything else any other questions comments suggestions i really like the, the peanut match. gallery and i think honestly i think it might have gone over at least better in hindsight if it was just a kid and not the weird warped voice thing. yeah that no that's the thing dumb. it was the weird voice that i think that really messed it up yeah if it had just been the kid i think it would have worked a lot better mm-hmm. uh so the next match is the Divas Championship match. It is challenger to Mina Snuka versus Paige. Yeah. Also, holy fuck, uh, Tamina's fucking um, entrance music. I like and I'm also confused by. It's like, yeah. Ah. Yep. Uh, that's right. Paige made her made roster debut the night after WrestleMania. And AJ Lee, she came out to congratulate AJ Lee for retaining at WrestleMania against all odds. And AJ challenged her to a match in her arrogance. And Paige beat AJ in like 30 seconds to win the Divas title. It was a really cool moment. Yep. Also, dear God, Paige looks like a child here. Oh, yeah. Well, she's I mean, like, she's what, only 21. 20? She's 21. 21 yeah. But uh, Jesus. Nothing, uh, not a lot to talk about here. It, it, even this, though, it feels like the, the tide is shifting a little bit. They had six minutes and 18 seconds. Solid match. Tamina does a good job of, of, of putting Paige over as this outmatch babyface. Where Tamina just uh, towers over Paige and and tosses her all around the ring. There was a weird botched kick out from Tamina, like she kicked out at like two point nine five, so she got her shoulder up, but the ref still hit for the three. It was weird, uh, but it made Paige look really good because she got the win with her submission and that her submission modified is a full body. Cross. Yes, 
It's a yeah. full body submission. And so getting that in on Tamina looked amazing. Yeah. People were shocked. Like, that was probably the biggest holy shit yes. in a Divas match in years. Like, this is the best you women's match we've seen in this run. you could hear the entire crowd just fucking gasp. Yeah. Like, this is by a mile the best women's match we've seen in this, in this batch of shows. Oh, yeah? Because... Page coming to the main roster is the first step towards where we are today. I remember oh, when yeah. she first debuted, it was like, I felt, I was like, oh, things are about to change. And I was talking to a friend of mine yeah. about that, and he was like, why? I was like, because Paige is probably the best women's wrestler in the world right now. And now <laughs> they've given her the title. And someone like her and AJ, they can bring a legitimacy to, to this that wasn't there before. And they really did. Um, mm-hmm. Plus what was happening in NXT, you know, we had Charlotte versus Emma and NXT at NXT arrival shortly, uh, a couple of months before this. And that was like the first, like they gave him like 20 minutes for a women's match. And it was great. Yeah. Uh, it's a really interesting proto women's evolution. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we cut back to the Wyatts. Bray celebrates beating Cena, puts a sheet mask onto little Johnny, and Johnny says, follow the bu- buzzards in his distorted, weird little voice. Johnny, it is ridiculous. No. All right. They, they, from... Wyatt does bring up that Cena's soul is locked in a box. He and does. I am, and I, imme- <laughs> I immediately go, oh, shit, Shane, no! That's, that's the locked box that Shane <laughs> I has. Sent him, I sent him, Vince. He's God. my boy. Uh, so anytime as... somebody mentions a box now, that's yes, all I think. It's it's like, box. You're gonna give me that. Uh, you're gonna give me that uh, lockbox. That okay. lockbox. Uh, it Wait, is time the main event. Fuck are you <laughs> about? <laughs> God, Daniel Bryan versus Kane. This program wasn't very good, but I liked it. I like how dumb it was because they just straight up played it as a horror movie. Kane was a horror yep. movie villain going after Daniel and Bree and. It wasn't mm-hmm. probably what they should have done with Daniel after WrestleMania 30, but it was a lot of fun. I thought it was great. I thought it was, it, I I appreciated, I loved, it was great in how not great it was. Hmm. Uh, it was very entertaining to me, at least. Uh, so Daniel Bryan is out first and then Kane. Now, I of think, course, I think they did that in a very, I've thought this for the last five years. They very, they brought Daniel Bryan out first for a reason. Because Kane doesn't make it up the entrance steps or the entrance ramp. Daniel sees Kane, leaves the ring, rushes him, matches on. That is a baby face ass thing to do. If Daniel Bryan comes in second, then he's rushing down the ramp to possibly blindside Kane. Because if he's attacking Kane when Kane is already in the ring, that's not as clear cut baby face. Because Kane could be doing a lot of different things. But Kane walking down the ring... Daniel Bryan is looking Kane in the eyes and rushing him, saying, I'm going to beat your ass. It's a very babyface way to begin a match. And I think that's why they wanted him to come out first. Uh, yeah, all right. I'm totally behind that. Yeah. yeah I've, I've, because this is the one for the last five years where I've been like, this is the one example of when it was a good idea for the champion to come out first. Because it worked for the story they were trying to tell. Uh, uh, the match starts, and this is so Kane just batters Daniel. Kane gets a chair from the timekeeper's area and attempts to throw it in the ring, but it bonks off of the top rope, and the crowd boos him. It was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> uh, Man. This is the right match for these two guys. Uh, if you got to have Daniel Bryan versus Kane, do it in a ridiculous Extreme Rules match where they can just batter each other with kendo sticks for 20 minutes because you ain't going to get any good technical wrestling out of this. They just clash a bit too much. Yeah. Uh, 
Brian, just like a bunch of different spots. Brian beats Kane with a kendo stick and sends Kane's head into a chair in the corner. Kane sidewalk slams Brian onto a chair. Brian delivers a tornado DDT to Kane in front of the announce table. Kane sets up Brian for a tombstone on the ring steps, but Brian, Daniel fights out and hits Kane into the ring post. Just solid, fucky, extreme rules stuff. All right. Get out. Head to the back. <laughs> Daniel and Kane fight up and down the backstage area, and some cable got loose or something because there was a lot of popping in the audio that only went away after they cut to a different camera. Yeah, that uh, took forever. And yeah, they tried that. to sell it as like Kane threw a TV and it landed in like a, a tub of water, and the TV was plugged in, so it's electricity popping. Honestly, you know that shot I'm the Dumbo, and I don't know how things work. Yes. I believed it. Like, I figured uh, that's what that was. They brawl next to the production cr- truck, and Kane back body drops Brian onto a car as, val- as, is- valet, <laughs> as valet drivers, who are obviously indie wrestlers, time, watch. Time out, time out, time out. There was a moment where I'm just like, I'm seeing this backstage lot, and I'm like, who brought a fucking Ford Taurus into this show? Like a oh. 1994 Ford Taurus. <laughs> that's why they brought a yes. 1994 Ford Taurus. Yes. <laughs> uh, so... Gotta Daniel, fuck the shit up. Yes, Daniel dumps Kane onto the thing, batters Kane. Then Kane fights off Daniel, uh, gives him a back body drop onto the car. Kane shoves some of the valet drivers aside, and I've never seen more indie wrestling looking dudes than those guys. They walk back there. Oh and yeah, like, no. Are one of y'all about to take a bump? Because you all look kind of like like twenty year old Adam Cole. Like y'all can uh, take bumps, <laughs> right? The then Kane gets an oxygen tank and launches it at brian who dodges it and it beautifully crashes through the windshield and gets stuck halfway through he threw that thing with some force that was what i was like man yeah trust that brian was gonna dodge that because he did not pull that at all i was about to say yeah junked it if brian got hit by that his retirement speech would have been a little earlier Uh, then right. Brian makes Kane Goldberg himself and punch through a car window. Yes, that's the first thing I thought of too. <laughs> yes, but like, you oh, notice Kane did it with his fully gloved arm. Yep, because he's uh, not an idiot. Yeah. Uh, then Brian opens the trunk of car, trunk of the car, gets a crowbar, knocks Kane out. Then Brian puts Kane on a pallet that is attached to a forklift. Now I have, this is when. This is one I think Brian is not a certified forklift operator. That oh is not very OSHA friendly because those legs are just dangling there. That's just yep. not safe. Like, so what could he, what would they get hot? It's not safe. What are you I've doing? I've heard that this was a tribute to his father who died a couple weeks before this match, who worked for a logging company as a forklift driver for oh. like his whole professional oh, career. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that now. And so it makes that it makes something feel silly. Like, why is he driving a forklift into? Oh, buddy, you're driving that. You drive that forklift. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Do it for your dad. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Brian drives the forklift from the back to the ring, lifting the pallet up as far as it will go, and leaning it forward to dump Kane from the pallet with a lot of assistance from Kane himself, making yeah. him fall like six feet to the ring. Then Brian gets onto the pallet, way high up in the air. And delivers a diving headbutt from the pallet to Kane. And even back then, I was like, dear God, Brian, why, why, yeah, why? No, that yeah, no, God, that shouldn't have happened. That right there is why he had to fucking uh, <laughs> go, relinquish the title. That yeah. fucking spot. God, it was bad. It was a that rough one. spot. That one, right. Uh, that's him, officer. That spot right there. 
Daniel calls for the knee, but Kane counters it into a choke slam. Brian kicks out at two. Kane confronts the ref and gets a steel chair and calls for the tombstone. He attempts to tombstone Brian, tombstone. but Brian counters and DDTs Kane under the chair. Brian tees off on Kane with the chair for a little while, then locks in the yes lock. Kane gets to a kendo stick and hits Brian with it, but Brian gets the kendo stick from him and uses it to lock in the yes lock again. But Kane drags himself towards the rope, and I start to get annoyed. Aha! But Kane doesn't try a rope break. He drags himself out of the ring. And Lawler stupidly says, if he goes to the ropes, Brian has to break the hold, to which Cole said, no, he doesn't. It's extreme rules, and all is right in the world. Also, fucking, oh my god, god damn He's it. like, oh yeah, you're right. This is also the point where I realize Brian not shutting off the lights on the forklift yeah. had to have been <laughs> hell for every yeah. single audience member. Yep. Sitting behind the announce table, just I oh, didn't even guys? catch that. That's God, hilarious. just blinding light. Yep, that's the we can't see chance from Mania. Yeah, <laughs> all over again. Uh, Brian, John Cena's in the ring, but damn, hey, Brian, att- great, great spot. Brian attempts a suicide dive on the cane, but Kane grabs him out of the air and chokes him through the announce table. Then Kane puts Brian in the ring, sets up a table. Pulls out some lighter fluid and a lighter. Kane pours the lighter fluid on either end just, of the table. I'll just, put up my, I'll, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just put up my hoodie and just go... <laughs> fire. Uh, fire. Uh, fire. Uh, yeah, he very bum, 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 intentionally bum. got two pools on either end of the table and just like a little taste in the middle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kane sets the table on fire, gets on the ring apron, Daniel kicks him and bonks him off of the apron, sending Kane through the flaming table as folks rush to put the fire out. Kane like, staggers back I in the ring. I can't help but think that that was super funny. Like, I get it, but it's still yeah. hilarious. It's hilarious that the fact that, like, the demon is burning in hell and they've already put him out with the extinguishers. Just yeah, <sighs> like, like, five seconds, like, maybe. Kane two. gets pinned, covered in white foam because they got him with... The- they got him uh, so hard with that. Yes. They got him uh, real. They kept yes. going. I'm like, he's yeah. out, guys. Calm right? the yeah. fuck down. Uh, yeah. Kane staggers back in the ring, eats the knee. Daniel wins in 22-27. Daniel goes down the entrance ramp to celebrate. Kane does the spot fire thing, and fire explodes out of the entrance set in the ring post. We end the show with Kane and Daniel staring each other down, and thus ends Daniel's only title defense. Spoilers. Damn. Yep. Uh, what'd you think, I Noobs? forgot. Uh, I honestly, this match should have gone on before the John Cena Bray Wyatt match, and the triple threat should have ended it. Honestly, like, and uh, I know the, that's saying something. You with, mean the six man? Yeah, the six man okay, should have ended yeah. it. Yeah. Like this, this match. Like, even though I know, like, it's the champion. Yeah. Match. It just. God, it's, what it, a! It reminded me of that um Valentine's Day Massacre match. With, with uh, uh big with or with uh, hardcore and um oh, Al Snow, yeah. where, where they ended up in the Mississippi River. Yeah, it's just like this is such yeah. a hokey match. That, yeah, like I, it's uh, it's it's a feud that doesn't feel like it's earned the main event. And I understand what they're doing. It's like a little, it's a, it's a little like take a break. Like we we we're just gonna Brian. We know you got a lot going on right now. You're getting married. Your dad died. We're just gonna put you with Kane. It'll be all right. You're good. You're good. We'll have you do Kane for a month, maybe two, and then we'll move on to somebody. I'm going to do a like flying Orton. headbutt. No, 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 Brian. No. Fuck. And we'll move on to like Orton or somebody like that or some other top heel. Yeah. Uh, do a flying and, headbutt. And uh, Stop it. it's 
It's uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, we didn't get that because concussions. But yeah, yeah. Like, I I I enjoy this match. I think it's a very fun match for what it is. But it does not feel like a pay per view main event match. It feels like a pay per view fourth match on the card match. Uh, what about you, Jesse? Um, hindsight wise, I actually like this more than uh i definitely remember not liking it before <laughs> i agree i agree with that um, i did not like it back in the day but watching it now i'm like okay yeah. no, this is actually really entertaining yeah the match is really good um and they tried so hard to sell it to sell this match they really did and i said this then and say it now why wasn't it about team hell no why wasn't yep. it why wasn't it just yep. kane like, Kane's an unstable dude for 15 years that throws, like, yep. fiery anger murder fits all the fucking time over the littlest thing. He literally could have been Team Hell No and the whole weakest link Brian story and all that. And Kane just be like, without me, that wouldn't have happened. You would have been nothing. All your success at Mania was mostly because of me lifting you up. And you didn't thank me for shit. You didn't help. You didn't say thank you. You didn't uh, recognize me at all. You selfish, shitty little, you know, all that could have been it. It was yeah. right there. And they didn't bring up any of it. Ever. Yeah, it's, it's, it was, that's the thing. Yeah, they told the wrong story. They tried to turn it into a horror story instead of like you, this guy saying like, they tried to turn it into a horror story instead of like Champa and Gargano, where it's like, where, where yeah. like, like Kane is is upset that he got Former left tag behind. Partners, yeah. Because Kane is saying you weren't anything without me, but what Kane is meaning is you've left me here. You moved yep. on, and you may have been in WrestleMania, yep. and I got squashed by the Shield. Yeah, that's it's a like much you, better story. Yeah, you left me behind. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, was right there, and they did not. Instead, do it. it was just like, hey, Bree, how good are you at Scream? Now, oh, you scream you good. Screaming. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh, get underneath the ring good. and get scared. Because yeah, there bit. was some spot where, like, Daniel's like trying to come on, Bree. We need to get out of here. And they get in a rental car, and then Kane is oh, like in my the back God. seat. I it's... hated that so See, much. I love it because of how stupid it is. Because it's like a it's like a bad horror movie. And I think yeah. again, wrestling is a lot of different things. I, I like it for the yeah. same reasons I like WLC. But you probably shouldn't be your main event program. Hmm. No, it should. I hate be. bad horror movies, though. So that's. I mean, so do I. But you know what? Bad horror movies don't. No, can't say that. I was about to say, you know what? Bad horror movies don't have Kane, but that is demonstrably false. Yeah, yep. see no evil, baby. <laughs> demonstrably yeah. false. I love it. That is. Yep. That is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Good. See no evil two gonna come out, man. It's gonna be great. It's already come out. Oh. Did All you right. not know they made Never a see no evil two? I forgot. Is Kane yeah. in it? Yeah. All right. No, I'm, th I'm uh, done here. It's fine. I think it came out around this time. Because <laughs> now I got to find out. Let me now see. It know. came out in yeah October 2014. Uh, so Hilarious. he was. So I think he was filming it when they wrote him off at SummerSlam 2013. That's why they wrote him. That's off. what it was. Because he was he filming Ceno Evil Two. Even though That's he right. absolutely died at the end of Ceno Evil One. Um, that's not how horror movies work man no you're right dies. it was directed by the soska sisters and they're actually not bad um that's cool they're doing they're directing a movie called rabid uh which is a remake of a cronenberg movie 
and uh well, it's like a body nice. it's like a body horror movie and cm punk Fucking and aj crap. lee are in it huh all right yeah wow uh, yeah but overall i think the show is really fun the opening match is great the ic title match is great um the six-man tag is oh uh <laughs> delicious um, sweet yes. sweet delicious the cena wyatt and daniel kane matches are weird time capsules yeah. Like they oh, yeah. they are they are so interesting to go back and look at while also being entertaining in their own right. What do you think of the show overall, noobs? It was honestly I have a note here that says this felt longer than the twenty nineteen rumble. <laughs> like there were some moments <laughs> where like the last three matches they were good, but it was yeah. just like all of them were like twenty plus minutes, it felt like. They 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 were all yes, the last three matches were all over twenty minutes. And it's just like uh, <sighs> apart <laughs> Apart from but yeah, the three Tamina, big marquee you know, matches. No one counts yeah, the three big... Yeah. Uh, honestly, I forgot about the Tamina match. Let's be honest here. Yeah, Everyone the three did. marquee oh, yeah. matches were all Poor, very long, and they didn't necessarily Tamara. need to be. Like, it just... I... It was okay. Don't get me wrong. It was fun. It just, yeah, there were definitely some moments where you're like, okay, this mat- this pay-per-view could have done without two of these matches. Yeah, and it's it's impossible for anything to follow that Shield Evolution match. It is. And, and to have three matches, twenty did. yes, and to have two more long matches afterwards. Yeah, I, I will confess, I cheated. I skipped the entrances of Bray and Cena, and as soon as the lights went out, I went to the next match. Jesus, <laughs> because fucking, you know. Listen, don't I don't have the I don't have the liberty of doing that. Jesse, I don't either I because play, I don't know this shit. I can't just play Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Spyro now. No. <laughs> Can't play Spiderman. Can't play Spyro Man. What'd you think of the show, Jesse? Spyro Man. Oh, did you say me? I couldn't. Yes, think. You said it I really did. quick, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the Cena Wyatt match and Brian Kane were actually better than I remember. Except I one hundred percent agree. Except for the hype for it and yeah. all that jazz, but you know, anything to watch the Shield Evolution match. <sighs> um, yes. Not a terrible match on the card really except, yeah, everything you know, even the women's match was solid like everything was a lot better was competent yeah. this is the beginning of the next generation this is the new era kind of start right here honestly yeah like look at the people on this card and where they are now yep except for bray quack hold a second hold a second I'm hearing something. Bray has a message. Okay. Oh. Thank you guys for listening God, to Past Mania. Shit on my grave. Uh, Asshole. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at Past Mania Pod. Follow noobs at noobs28. Me at davis 47 Jesse at Existentialism. Oh, we ain't crazy. spelling that shit for you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't ask you to do that, but thank you. <laughs> we will be back in two weeks with the end of this little bit. We finished our Daniel arc. We're finishing the little mini Shield Evolution arc. Uh, payback 2014. Uh, was this the show where Daniel relinquished the title? No, there was a um, promo. They were they were pushing really hard to keep it yeah. going, and I think does he relinquish it on Payback? No, I think he relinquishes it like a few weeks later when the doctor was like, it was like, no, he literally can't wrestle right now. Um, yeah. Also, a uh, little preview for Payback. It's in Chicago and Stephanie McMahon shuts down a CM Punk chant 
in a masterful way. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for joining me as always. We will be back in two weeks with Payback. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield.